Welcome y'all back to the Me and Paul podcast. Um, I, my name is Aldo uh, and we have Paul as my co-host uh, and today we have Brett from Midwest Lust, Suspended Soul Tapes and Dreary North Fest. How are you doing, Brett? I'm doing good. And it's actually Suspended Soul Tapes records. So I do vinyl and tapes, but started off with tapes originally. But you got it good. And I'm doing excellent. How are you guys doing today? And I guess we've already been kind of talking a little bit before, but how is everyone? Oh, chill, working, just hot, sour, you know, Bay Area weather, you know. It's about 80 degrees, but, you know, it's okay. You know, it's doable. 62 here in Chicago and dreary, yeah. just like. Feels nice. Wow. Uh, uh, 62 uh, sounds nice. <laughs> yeah, it's dreary north. It's always gray here and always, like, the summers never get hot up here. Here, I kind of like it, but I'm, I'm a kind yeah. of a gray type person, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, so. Thanks, uh, for you guys having, thanks for you guys having me on. This is really, this is really no, awesome. Thanks for, no, thanks for being on be on, and, um, on the podcast right on you know and i'm a fan of god stomper and shit stormtrooper so it's kind of like cool getting to talk to both of you guys too it's a pleasure too, to so. have you. it's a pleasure to have you brett uh as a guest and uh yes we did uh did a little meet and greet right before the show just so that brett and paul could get to know each other a little bit a little uh, prep a little, prep here a little yeah a little prep uh as they would say in, in some industries but uh, Brett, do you um and you guys already know, you know, I'm like Brett said, I'm I'm in Shitstorm Trooper. We we are all pe- power violence, grind, and noise musicians, you know. Uh so we're all extreme, like I'm extreme music, extreme music scene people. Extreme yeah. music. Yeah, yeah. I like stuff outside the extreme music scene too, but yeah, right. extreme, right. pretty extreme. And so the- uh Paul, you already you guys already know Paul does God Stumper, and now we're going to talk to Brett about uh the bands that he's in. I already mentioned a little bit about it and uh asked Brett a little bit about how he got into this whole thing uh of uh of um, extreme music. And maybe you can, you know, like I said, give us a little background about you, uh your bands and your your projects and kind of bring us up to date uh to where you are today. Take it away, Brett. All right, I'll give you my little background on that. This may be lengthy. So I guess when I'm young, my uncle who spent time pointing Guns N' Roses and now Poison Tool, Chris Pittman, um, he's a synth guy, but he was really into Joy Division and Merce Thou and CCC and a lot of weird noise stuff. And he was like installing recording studios. Um, and I guess I never really picked up on it when I was young. I guess from a kid, I probably like stuff like Elvis. My mom said I would like dance around to Elvis and stuff like that. But um, so I get older, you know, I'm probably like stuck in some shit where I'm watching Headbangers Ball or something like that. And, you know, I'm young and impressionable because it's the early 90s, you know, so I probably see like. I don't know. I think I saw like Exodus Toxic Waltz. And I think I also saw like. Pandera, Pantera broken video as much as Pantera sucks and Fell sucks. This is like the person I was impressed by it. Yeah. Somehow, I, you know, I was skateboarding. I would, I'm high functioning autistic. So, you know, I didn't really see eye to eye with things. I was looking for some place to belong, probably. Yeah. And some older skaters, some, yeah, some older skaters. Um, you know, my mom was, my mom's single, raising me. Um, stuck in the middle class rut, really kind of like dad is absentee. It's into chasing money and younger women and not helping out 
his ex with their struggling son. And, you know, there's a lot of things of capitalism. I didn't know where my struggles came from at that point. I learned those later on. But to get back to the point, so some older kids are listening to a band called Quicksand. Um, I'm, I'm skating with. Um, and I guess, like, I lived in, like, kind of like a lower middle class suburb. It was real close to Kansas City, even though I was born in Miami. Uh, spent a lot of my time in Kansas City growing up. And I skateboarded into the city. This guy asked me, you know, you like Youth of the Day and Gorilla Biscuits? And I'm like, who? And, like, the guy's like, oh, it's this guy's hardcore bands. And, like, like I said, I was kind of looking for a place. So this guy invited me to a punk rock show. I think it was, like, a Descendants, Bouncing Souls, Slapstick, and Weston show. He was, like, a dude that was into everything. He liked, like, Coles. He liked, like, you know, like, grindy stuff. He liked, like, pop punk. He was just a weird cat. He now owns a record store in Kansas City called Sister Anne's, named after a lady who killed herself and owned an old record store he worked at called Recycled Sounds, which that's another thing, how I got into punk, probably going to that record store, because 90s, I don't know if you know this, Paul, and both of you guys, but 90s, I'm sure Paul knows, you kind of had to find out about shit on your own. There wasn't really the internet to guide you. You had to kind of go look through some records. You took a chance and maybe yeah. got something yeah. where you saw something about, like, what you found out about something from one of your friends or something. And then I got like, more involved. Tell me, Brett, do you like, do you, what is your favorite quicksand uh, release? Quicksand. Well, that's, my first, that's my first one yeah. to get in. Yeah get yeah. into get into and i think that's their best one anyways the most catchy yeah i agree like yeah it is their best one yeah slip is their best release yeah I agree. Yeah. yeah but through other things i started doing this i started doing food not bombs other stuff and you know there was a kid named vince he started telling me about Laos crudos charles bronson frail ink and dagger station like screamo and fast like hardcore and he's telling me about some crusty like shit, like his hero is gone and like other stuff or whatever terms you want to put on this. To me, it's all this noise. It's all this like kind of like, you know, music is noise, you know, it has to start off with noise is put into rhythm. So I don't know, but so yeah, I got into that. I've lived a lot of different places and found myself living different places, but I think I got into this mainly because I needed an outlet. I don't know if it was ever going to, if I was going to find it or if it was going to find me, I don't know which one was going to happen. I think it kind of found me in some ways, but uh, think about it all. I need it and wanted it. something like, I don't know. I don't see eye to eye with this world always, but I still want to see like put changes into this world, even if it's just a small scale with just like one person. And to affect their to affect their life a little bit better, yes. better and stuff, stuff. So I don't, I don't know, and like find some stuff to get where my frustrations I find. I mean, I'm still learning every day because if you aren't learning, you're not growing. I think. Totally. I think per, personally, that's just my opinion. I don't know. Everybody has their opinion. It's just kind of. I, like, I don't even know if that's an opinion, bro. Like I think that's facts. You know, like if, if literally, if you're not growing, you're stagnating. And if you're stagnating, you're not doing well. Yeah, and I think I've lived in some different cities. Like, you know, just because of not knowing who I was in the world, being nomadic, playing with different music. So, in Kansas City, probably my first bands. Like, you know, you're young type of band like it's my friend well okay so i'm in high school too and i meet this kid named wade hell and his older brother's actually in colex 
And I wasn't really too familiar with Colas yet, if you guys know that band, yeah. old, like mathematical, like type hardcore band. But this kid's wearing like a misfit shirt at my high school, and there isn't very many other punks around. You know what I mean? This is like Kansas suburbs, you know, conservative Kansas like suburbs and stuff. So, you know, I talked to him, and he's the one that first told me about Colas stuff like that. And I had another friend that liked already some. You know, hardcore. We started a fucking band, you know, and like we kind of wanted to be botch and coalesce. We did, I guess we did an okay job. And like, I don't know. Then I um, did a bunch of other bands. I did a band called Attention Seeker with Dylan from Spine. Uh, and it was kind of more of a power violence grind sludge thing because there's a lot of house shows in Kansas City and Lawrence. There, there was like a DIY movement type stuff, but. You know, it all kind of blended together. You could have like some cross bands playing with a couple power violence bands and a couple like hardcore bands playing together, some metal. It was like there wasn't a whole lot of divide. There wasn't a whole lot of divide like in those time periods. <laughs> I don't know when that shit started coming to the 2000s, but yeah, but I just found myself being, you know, I worked at some different labels. I, I worked at Revelation Records for a while and found nice. myself in LA. For those reasons, but did you ever play with Colas? Did you ever get to play with Colas? Your band, your bands, ever get to play with Colas or any of those kind of like that scene? Because I'm sure that you probably were a part of that. I mean, I want to say we played, we played Colas and Esoteric one one time, but we got to play some cool. I mean, we got to play with some cool shows for like I guess bands we did we liked at the time, like before I knew about like power violence and like everything that was cool was, well in that area you're kind of like okay to like everything there was no separate there was no separation man like it wasn't like today where like kids like where kids are, well i guess it's getting back to where kids are a lot more diverse but there's a time where people got stuck on one thing and that's oh, yeah. like the only or botch or were you ever into botch you like botch yeah botch is botch, yeah, I still from verge uh um, yeah. What, what, what yeah, but I also, I'm also like a dude that likes catheter and crossed out and infest and like yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you know like grind and power violence. I'm a weirdo. Yeah, like, um, like, today, you know what? Today is a day or dead, dead oh, guy. Yeah, today is a, yeah, all that stuff's good to me. I mean, I'm I'm down with all. I'm down with today is the day until the I guess you can see temple, like, temple, temple, temple of the morning star. Yeah, one of my yeah. One of my favorites. Mm-hmm. So Brett, <clears throat> oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to ask Brett. So, like, give us a little bit of um of a walkthrough through your bands throughout the years to getting to where you are now. Oh, okay. So, if I remember correctly, um, first band, like, kind of we status falling with my buddy Wari, and then it had some other people throughout the years and that was the band I was just talking about and then I moved no I think yeah I moved out to LA at some point I I tried to start a band out there it never really came off the ground you know I moved back to Kansas City started 
ahead. The meeting no longer has a time limit. Okay, one sec. Oh, it's good. No, no, yeah, I saw that. I was like, so what? I just that, interview, that, that interrupt me. We could have that hour. You don't have to. I don't really give a shit. Yeah. So, so anyways, that band, um, I'm trying to do all the memory shit. So I think after that, like, you know, SYM, which was with Dylan from Spine and Attention Seeker 2, and that, that stood for either Suicidal Youth Movement or Shut Your Mouth, whichever one you wanted it to. And we're just like a fast core band. Like, we really liked ETA and like a ETA. lot of that and a lot of that type of stuff at the time and still a lot of other stuff like we're all over the map and what we liked and then i don't know my i don't know i think like so took a break did a band called attention seeker um with my buddy chris beffer he was in bands like dick cheney's dick and when good when good robots go bad which is like a funk <laughs> violence band with like a girl singer and stuff and like funk violence. Yeah, they did. They tried to mix like power violence, like spaz and fuck on the beach with like George Clinton funkadelics type <laughs> shit. Shit, it got it got, it got it shows got fucked. It was pretty. It was pretty um, fucking. It, it was pretty fucking wild, but yeah, we did that. And I, Chris, and we had this other noise core band called. Uh, Distorted Violence, a.k.a. Brothers and Sisters, too, we did for a while. And yeah, I lived, down, I lived down in Florida for a while. I started a band with my buddy Rush Faulkner, who's very still active in noise. We started a band called Joint Dislocation. We did down there in Daytona. And the only reason I ended up living there is because my mom ended up living in North Florida. And then I ended up moving back to Kansas City for a while. Did a band called Bad Dinner, which was like, you know, because we got the name for the Bad Dinner, it's a sad dinner. And we we're kind of like a Sasha in orchestra. And that's actually how the first time I met Gabe's son was we ended up playing a basement with Kalutha Puto and, and Concussive in Cincinnati. And he actually ended up liking us and starts talking to me about orchid. And I start talking to him about power <laughs> violence. And we were like, oh, shit, shit. And I was like, Dude, Gabe is a big fan of the I guess I got like that band broke up, kind of got burnt out, moved here to Chicago in 2016. Uh, was still joint dislocation, took some time off when I was gone in Kansas City. Then we kind of reformed up here because Rush lives up here. That kind of ran its course. I met this other guy who lives in St. Louis, who's now our guitar player, but also a noise guy named Jeff Landgraf, and he still lives in St. Louis. The rest of us live here in Chicago, like. My band and I do a band now called Midwest Lust, which is power violence, grind, noise, power electronics, <laughs> experimental, uh, weirdo shit. Like we have structure and areas, and actually it's all pretty structured, even for the noise parts. But every once in a while, we'll break some different frequency in those parts just to fuck with people's heads and stuff. Nice. Stuff because I think noise is intended to do that in some some ways but um and i guess all the years just booking shows um need a need to give people like younger kids a space to thrive in and older people and just people of all races genders um whatever all different identities what people identify as and what they don't and stuff i just wanted to give and you know i think there's been a lot more awareness on all the beautiful things in the world now sometimes it gets a little cutthroat where people turn on each other 
real quick. Yeah, I think yeah. we, I think I we need to watch out with cancel culture a little and like give people chances and realize we're all human and we all yeah. fail at sometimes. But I mean, like, I don't know. I think we're getting to better spots and yeah, that's, that's my rundown. And just, I don't know, like we have a lot going on in Midwest lust. Like we have a split coming up bastard noise. That's why I booked three North Fest. It had to start off as a show for us and a lot of bands wanted to play then. Ashley Kirk, who we were all talking about earlier from, you know, MK Ultra and see if shit. He was like, you should try to get some other bangers on it and make it just uh, uh, like a raging fast. And I was yeah. like, I was like, uh, <laughs> it's like, I guess, okay. And I started thinking about people I'd like to play. And I saw Thomas posted water torture was a thing going to be a thing again so i was like oh i should hit up thomas lady about this and see if water torture wants to do this and that's fucking awesome that that's i didn't I don't know different bands that. have toured some bands didn't i mean you know you and me know a lot of mutual people because one of my bands bad dinner we went down to Louisiana and florida on some tours and that's where and yeah. also played a fest down in texas brian shambly from chest pain we and, and he's always also in a screamo band called for one time and they all put on a fest called ABA Fest. We all play. And that's actually the first place I met Billy Thompson, which for people who don't know, Billy Thompson plays in a band called Secret Spoker, more probably post-hardcore. And heavy, and heavy mantle. Yeah, and heavy mantle. And it's just a good, just a good person. They used to share practice spaces with Dow, which we've been talking with about doing a collab record soon yeah. sometime next year, but um, that's up in talks. So just to let everybody know we're figuring everything out and seeing what the what's gonna ha- what's gonna become of that. Yeah, we, we found together. out. Oh, I, I never told you about this, but Brett and I found out that we know a lot of people in common in Texas and Louisiana, uh, in the same um, in the same you know punk and metal scenes. Well, uh, Paul and me, Paul and me probably know some of the same people. Punk's a small world like that. Everyone's like, like, but I, I'm, I'm, sure, bro, I'm sure Brett remembers like, like from the Houston punk scene. Remember that band Gleet? Remember Gleet from Houston, Texas? I've heard the name. Yeah, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that I've heard name before. Gleet. Uh, there was um, Sophie May's story. There was um, God, it was a bunch of like mid like late 90s uh hardcore like so what like, i guess power violence bands from houston texas like before like gulf coast violence got you know uh, a bigger <laughs> name that kind of shit i'm sorry yeah, no, it was like it's like actually it's kind of weird eric wood will be like power violence is dead calling something else like so those kids are calling their shit golf coast violence because they're like well we're not from the west coast where power violence is uh, we from, call it gulf coast power. power violence we don't like shorten it to gulf coast violence but that's what paul meant to say gulf I coast should. Power <laughs> no, no, because, no it's like no it's like i think like because people know gulf coast people know about gulf coast violence it's just, oh it's its own scene i mean you had a bunch of bands come out and they were they made a name for themselves. A lot of people they liked them and you know I I, I think like like me and me and Aldo we discussed this in our last first podcast that you know um, once you release an idea you cannot take it back. It's it belongs to the world. You know what I mean? It, you just can't go yeah. and take it back. Yes.
Yeah. Well, it's just kind of weird because I don't want to get into this too much, but say someone, Eric, was talking to one of my other friends that plays in a band called Surfer James, and there was a little debate on this thing, and my friend told Eric, basically, you can either look at it as something where people are ripping on an idea, but this thing got released to the world, or you could look at it as going to be, be around, so you could look at it as being like you, Spaz, a lot of bands like crossed out other things influenced a lot of people and to give people motivation to create and try to pick up instruments and do their own thing so you can look at it in two different ways either somebody's trying to rip on your idea or either just somebody's just trying to play music and and express themselves in some way and it's kind of like it's i'll add to that brett like it's also it's kind of like tagging it's like graffiti culture. It's the yeah, same. I, you know? I, I, do, I do it. I'm involved. In, I don't want to say too much about that. I don't want to speak on that too no, much. No, 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 no. You don't have no. No, but like you know, uh, you know, like I think, yeah. Like like we're saying, once you throw out an idea into the world, it, it really doesn't belong to you anymore. You know what I mean? It belongs to the world. It, it, that's just. It's kind of like Fight Club. You know, it, you could say, you know, we, you know, we control. Like you know, what I mean, the whole thing with Fight Club is, you know, you just. You throw it out there, and if people go upon, take upon it. You know, they get uh, yeah. influenced. Yeah, and the whole thing is we're not supposed to talk about it or whatever. But of course, there are all these new people show up because the idea is that. Yeah, but nothing, <laughs> nothing is ever really a secret. It ever you know be a trip because, like, really, it's just almost like you wonder through that whole movie at the end, like how he has to like shoot himself or whatever. The almost like the split personality of any of that shit was ever really going on. That's the trippy talk, thing about that. No, we can go forever about like the whole kind of the philosophy of like, is he, was he really dreaming? Was it a dream or was he really kind of like, is it, yeah, is he two different people? Is he having a split, you know, like. That's a, what like, I understood. Like, he has a split personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And if you understand like with Hollywood films, everything's tied to the occult every every story every actor they're all placed there for a reason it's not just a random like oh yeah you're really talented we're gonna put you yeah there's a some amount there's somewhat amount of talent there but i believe it, there's a bigger picture a much more like you could say uh puppet master kind of effect going there you know higher ups with tons of power tons of uh, well, I, okay, I'll, I'll use the word magic. There is a lot of magic in the world. Magic well, I guess I'll talk to you guys about since we mainly have punks listening to this anyways. So I know there's weird stuff out there because, I, as I said, my uncle uh, is going back to what I was saying earlier. Um, he spent time playing in Guns N' Roses tool. Like, I'm not going to say Guns N' Roses all the way his thing because he's like a CCC, Mirthbow, Joy Division, yeah, yeah. Pet Mode, sent stuff, but a job was a job. But how he kind of got into that stuff is he grew up, grew up around like Danny Carey from Tool, and, and my uncle was in, in the installing recording studios before that stuff was kind of like high tech. Then before it was kind of done that way. So like Danny was like, "You need to move out here here to LA. I can get you work at Stone Studios." So here he started off pretty big, did some stuff with Nancy Sinatra, Dr. Dre, wow. stuff in installing studios for them. But one time, I'll just say this: There's this one time where. Do any of you guys know a band called Protestant from Milwaukee? Sounds, sounds familiar. Eddie. The guy does the Halo of Flies records that put out Cloud Rat, okay. who put out, yeah, like, okay. I did, yeah, I did okay. a release with him for a week, wrist on my label. 
they've done stuff in Mac, and you've probably seen it around okay. Max. Yeah. Okay. I don't yeah. know, but um, anyways, he, so he's like, he posts one day, he's like, I wonder if this is really Axel's real account because it's Axel all calling Trump a Nazi and saying, fuck this guy and all this stuff. And like, I, I, I tagged my uncle in it and I was like, probably so, probably so, because my uncle says Axel hates like conservatism and like <laughs> Trump and stuff, stuff like, like that. And like, and like, and like, my, then my uncle's like, Yo, you gotta take me down out of that tag, man. He's like, I, he's like, I haven't played in Guns N' Roses for a while. I don't need any slack coming my way from this. He was like, you have to understand, Axel's friends with David Geffen and a bunch of big time like yeah, people they, out here. And he's yeah. like, I, I want to. He's like, I want to I like working in L.A. I'd like, I want to continue to always work out here. So you gotta stop that right there. Right yeah, I, no, I can, I can, I can understand that if you were like, actually... part of a tabloid story with Axel blowing up or someone blowing yeah. up about. That. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you work in that industry, obviously you gotta watch your p's and q's. You know, what I mean, you gotta, you know, that's just that's just that's part of the nature of that. And of, of, you know, like okay, we're punk rockers. We're working the underground music scene. You know, we we I think if you think about it, we have a lot of. Freedom but it's pretty to, it's pretty loose compared to some other industries well, real well, that's a multi-billion dollar industry and we're merely just you know we're, we're artists you know we are i mean they're artists too but we're in a different way we are basically kind of like you know we we have a lot of um freedom you know to sort of express what we feel without any repercussions for anybody because we don't give a fuck you know what i mean yeah, we don't exactly. care. i mean okay like we were discussing about cancel culture now that's some as a topic we can Touch upon some things need to be canceled out. I'm gonna be honest. There's certain things like I don't think some kid that came from the skate park that doesn't know any better. It's just saying some stupid word, and we know the word. We know the words. We don't need to. We don't need to repeat. We don't need to repeat some of the things we've heard coming out of skate parks before. But I don't think we need to totally cancel. So I think we need to try to educate someone. No, like I'll have like some. I'll, I'll have. I'll okay. some have some people I know who say. I'll. T- I'll add to that. Uh, that. They don't understand what what is a big deal about cancel culture. Like, what is that? What is that really a thing? And I have to sort of like tell them, yeah, it's an actual thing that occurs. It's an actual thing that occurs in our society. You know, even Danzig touched upon it. I, I read somewhere online that he talked about that. You know, a, a band like the Misfits can never, uh, mm. you know, occur in our present society now because of cancel culture. And you know what? He's he's actually right. <laughs> You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or even like, you know, or even mm-hmm. like bands, even bands like Gigi Allen, you know, he, he, I mean, you had to, it, it, it would never, like, even there's punk rockers who. Well, there's, even, a, there's, a, there's a band I'm friends with from here in Chicago called Rectal Hygienics, and they, but they've caused major rifts in the city just because they, they focus a lot on the hatred of man and just like the nasty, nasty side of humans and yeah, perpetrated yeah. through their music. So they have a lot of people who got upset with song titles they had and certain shit that was going on in their music. So how they show. tell me this? Tell me this. But they're still around. They, they what's kind of funny is a lot of the people got upset about it. They're not even in the scene anymore. They all fucking dropped out. And rectal hygienists are still around, playing, not giving a fuck. Exactly. They they don't give. They don't. They they know who they are, and well, they're not even that they, way. They're just trying to like. They're just trying to bring it to the attention that these atrocities hate happening fucking society. This is a fucked up world. We're in welcome to it. 
you yeah, know, and I think it's going to released as a art form, and it's just it's fucked. Have you had to face cancel culture yourself, Brett? Like in throughout, like not maybe I won't say back in the nineties, but you, you and me understand how PC the nineties were, you know. But also, like, how about now in present day? the present like have you experienced any cancer culture that you had to sort of like rethink um i i know um, time when i was younger just still learning things because i and that's why i said the skate park stuff because i didn't know better like i said something i you know um i think i said the wrong f word with my autism one time when i got angry at a band member and it upset somebody else that was gay and another band and i had to face it and um you know, that person, me, are now all right. But, like, they were extremely upset. And, you know, I even had a queer roommate at the time, and they never even ever cared about anything. They always said the word and were just, like, really wild. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like I was homophobic or anything like that. But I guess I just had to live up to, like, upsetting someone. And, um, yeah. And to realize where I went wrong at and stuff and, like, you know, even if I was mad at my band member and said meant to say shut your mouth fucker and the other and another word came out and it you know, it turned into drama. It was what it was, but you know, I don't think you know, I got educated on a lot of things through that though too. So yeah, there's I definitely do. a long and growing experience and that's just that's just me being honest in the world. Yeah, I do I do want to do point out a difference between like cancel culture and accountability. See, cancel culture it's on from like the need for accountability and like if you look at mm-hmm. if you look at what cancel culture should be basically like you know stop stopping support for or, or boycotting or both for some uh some entity whether person or corporation or band or whatever that um you know isn't up to our current you know modern mm-hmm standards which which are higher than they used to be in the early 2000s and the 90s and so on so like that's what yeah, there's a lot of reasons for this shit why they're this way because there's marginalized people who do get no, no. harmed so, yeah. it, it's correct we should raise our standards we should we should yeah. want more you know we see what i'm saying like, mm-hmm. we should ask for people to be better you know this is all good now there are some some ways and then it could be used in a wrong way like can't like just like, have you ever heard the phrase trial by social media? Like, yeah, yeah. that shit should not happen. That is the dark side. Well, that's kind of like, that's kind of like what happened to me. And then there was all these people defending me just being like, messed up. And I was like, well, I still don't excuse me. If I was angry, I should have, you know, I said the wrong word because it's probably my autism, but still that doesn't really excuse it. There's no excuses for me saying that word or it should have been fucker. You know what I mean? I should have yeah. been saying yeah, that yeah. word because I want my anger to get the best of me me but then i had all these angry people being like pouring fuel on the fire and then like people defending them and it was you know it's trial by social media that's exactly what the shit that's exactly what the shit turned i know but now that band's still going i would but that that drummer isn't even in the band any more so right Right. it's all kind of like we all even follow each other now we're all cool and that drummer forgave it it was just like it was just a real fucking sticky but i realized that you know but i think a lot of people fuck up in this world and it doesn't mean they should it's just have to go away and live out on some fucking desert island by themselves either no and you're right and you're right if they, uh, if they want to grow and be better and naturally like 
you know, change and like try to like realize where they've been wrong and also like, you know, be accountable, like try to either be like, what do you want from me for doing just to your fucking life or whatever, whatever, because I can only pay for so long, but what the fuck yeah. do you want? Yeah, we all me? should get the chance to grow. We all should get the chance to change. Like, obviously, if like you continuously show that you don't give a fuck and then you just keep lying, telling people that you're going to change. And obviously you're going to get, yeah, those people need, those people need to go away. Those people. Right. Like, but, but if you are actually about, you know, like, you know what I, I, that I don't like the person that I was and therefore I want to be a better person than that. Then like, I think people should get, you know, a chance now, of course, you know, depending on their offense too, you know, so, some are pretty like murder and things like that. Of course that's, <laughs> yeah, but it took me a, it took me a long time to get also like educated on things because like let's face it, even like some of the scenes here in the Midwest weren't the most PC of fucking places. Dude, some of the shit was pretty fucking. Ignorant. Nowhere, nowhere was PC. And I guess, like, but it doesn't excuse people saying shit because there's you know it needs to be better first so everybody can enjoy shit. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. like, it, uh, a lot of times what was going on in the 90s does never needed to happen in the first place. No, anymore. 90s scene, no, the 90s scene was, um, <laughs> I, I, I believe that scene was evolving. If you, if you think about it, if you go online on YouTube, there was a lot of people scene, arguing in that scene. There was a lot no, of like, No, like, if you look back at the 80s scene and how, like, okay, like early 80s, like Black Flag, Minor Threat, um, all those scenes, and you kind of look at and compare them to the 90s, you see and when, when like maybe bands like were more crusty bands and more like kind of grindy power bonds bands coming out in the 90s, it it changed a lot. You know, I think people yeah. somewhat became more, uh, I guess you could say more, um, what's, I guess what the right word would be, more aware of how they behave around other people, especially of well, their... well, I think I think one of the bands we can honestly say this who I ever first you know ever first called someone out on the internet for some shit. And by every way, everybody I also do a podcast for my label suspended soul, but I talked to one of the guys it's Don from now collapsing scenery, but he was an ink and dagger and frail. And his singer, Sean from Ink and Dagger and Mandel Strike Force, is known as one of the first people to ever call someone out publicly on the internet and kind of start that start that whole thing. thing. But it was it was due to, like, there, that was a high time period. It was the 90s, so there was a lot of people with certain beliefs. In there. But I think there was, like, Don kind of also explained it to me at that time period, there was a scene that was very aware that there was a part of the scene that did not give a fuck. It just wanted to have fun and be be rowdy and hardcore and stuff. And you know what I mean? It's still kind of angry about things. Because like a lot of people said, like bands like Charles Bronson, I don't know if this is true, but a lot of people said Charles Bronson didn't all certain, all these necessarily give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like some of it was pretty ignorant <laughs> sometimes. And I was like, I, be- I mean, I was like, I believe that though too. Too. Yeah. It's the Midwest, Chicago. It doesn't make everything right, but and, and you know, like up till recently, I noticed that, like for example, a good uh, uh, there's a friend of mine uh, who lives in San Antonio. I'm not going to mention him or his bands, just because of what you know, 
Just because what he said to me is it could, you know, he could might take it in the wrong way. But what he said to me one time uh, after we had come back from Zesta Grande, he was like, oh, y'all basically said, oh, y'all just got on that because y'all are a PC band. And I'm like, what? Like, we're a PC band? Are we a PC band? It's like, oh, it's because like, you know, his his like song titles and song titles and band names and all that were like a lot more like maybe perhaps could be considered like anti-women or like you know making fun or whatever you know what i'm saying so and that's what he meant like we don't have that like but we do we are super you know pretty anti-government so like how the fuck do you consider that pc you know like most people in pc is like you you usually go along with the flow you know which is you know go along with the capitalist system that we live in and the government and all all the war that's that we start you know that's the PC way, you know, we are not PC in that way. Uh, but um, he thought that he thought that we because because we don't like have like gory or, you know, whatever, like, you know, whatever it is that, you know, he, he was actually writing. Um, he thought that we were that that's why we were more we're able to tour, you know, in California freely and we're able to be, you know, put in that festival. And I was like, no, man, that's, that's not what it is. Like we, we, we could, we would not, we could not be in a normal setting and saying all the things we say, you know, against the government, people would censor that, you know, but if you're, if you're talking about, I, 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 you know, it's weird when people say that stuff, like when they get like weird out about stuff, because they think certain bands have a certain advantage point, like, I even heard certain people say, like, I think that band gets more notice if they have a girl singer. I think that band gets more yeah, notice. Yeah, that's because, bullshit. Because, yeah, I, I kind of agree. I'm just like, maybe it's just the band's actually fucking good. I think kids would like the band no matter what, if it's just good and has something they can relate to and understand. Yeah, something yeah. Something exactly. that they can relate and are feeling that, in the same that, way. That, yeah, we're dealing with a lot of, we are dealing with a lot of stuff that's in hyped culture these days. But, um, Anyways, yeah, I I paid for my mistakes. I paid for my fucking sins, whatever you want to fucking call them in sure. this world. Um, We've all made mistakes. I'm okay. I'm, 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 I'm okay with who I am. I'm finally at 39. I'm beginning to be more okay with who I am. There's still parts of me I'm always trying to change or evolve to be something better. Like, you know, it's weird because we can talk about this too. I feel like with music, with everything we do, being sometimes up in front of people, even doing this shit, it takes a little bit of an ego to do it. I don't know. It's weird. I think. It's, I think you're right. You're right, and you're right, Brett. It, I think. I think what. Yeah, there's a lot of ego. Any any music or anything you if you do. But how do we? How do we? Say, how do we start learning how to separate ourselves from our ego and truly caring about it and like being there for other people? And stuff, and I, I'm getting more and more there. But it's like it's you hard because like we have, we have we have an ego since birth because we were like suck on our mom's tit. We suck on our mom's tit, and we were taken away from. We start crying, and that's our ego for survival, right there. So it's hard to separate ourselves. No, I think I think it's like I I, I, I so. get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, and that may yeah yeah you know you it's true. You're right. I mean, we have our egos define who we are, you know? And, and the thing is, you want to know, like, from what we're, you're saying, how do we become less of an egoist and be more 
uh, I guess you could say more, um, what's that word, I guess? Um, altruist. Altruistic. Yeah, community or anything, I don't know what to say there. Yeah, the, the opposite of egoist is an altruist. Yeah. yeah. If you think about it, we're all kind of in this together because even though we're all part, we're all part, we're all parts from different, of the, we're all, you know, from different parts of the country, but, you know, all our ideals are kind of somewhat similar. You know, we, you know, we, we are anti, anti-authoritarians, you know, we, right. we, we want to be independent. We don't want, we're not, because if we wanted to be like everybody else, we'd be doing what everybody else is doing, you know, to become popular, to make money. To we'd be in a cover a band. Okay, how about this? So from our, from, from what we're talking about, we just want to talk about the truth and the truth hurts. And, uh-huh. you know, and people might try to censor us because of our, what, like, like censor could cancel culture. We can't tell you about what we really think, how it is. We're not going to sugarcoat things. People will get upset. Yeah, we'll lose friends. We'll get ousted. We'll get attacked online, or you know, we will have our our. Well, I, may, you know, our I, I may get attacked for omitting certain things I uh, said on this, but I don't really care. I'll admit to what I've I'll admit to where I've been wrong. I think I think people people will say. I mean, people are either going to talk, in and you know, in secretly in you know behind closed doors, and they'll you know and. But people never really know the real truth because you know people are like that. You know, we're gonna just you know, they're not gonna be willing to open up and be honest. I mean, I, I think I, someone, I think someone once commented online to me that you know bullshit is beautiful. I'm like, dude, bullshit is not beautiful. Bullshit, you know, is <laughs> ugly. Bullshit is bullshit, and no one likes bullshit. I like to be a bullshit market. Good noise core. No one likes, no one likes, yeah, exactly. No one likes to be bullshitted. But people eat bullshit. People are full of, you know, people just swallow it, you know, and, and that's why they, you know, the way things are now, you know, because people are, uh, well, have taken, I, think you know, also, they, I think also these are um, people, I hate to say this, but um it was maybe my own judgment of it. And I talked to one of my other friends and he came to the senses with me. A lot of these people that are swallowing this bullshit and feeding into all this. There are people who aren't sacrificing anything. They aren't doing anything with their own times. They're just sitting around evaluating everybody else's yeah, life yeah. their lives pass by, uh, by. And, you know, and it's like, so I don't really care what anybody really fucking thinks of me. Like I said, I'm 39 now. That shit, that shit happened probably somewhere in the first early decade of the 2000s or beginning of the second decade of the 2000s where that shit, I don't really care about it anymore. It's in my past. It is what it is. Dude, okay. I'm going to say, we've all made mistakes. There's a lot of shit everyone is not proud of, me included. You know, it's... that's Yeah, <laughs> yeah we've all... Part of being here... I think I think the best thing is to I, I, I believe that we are here. At, okay, not everyone, but you know we are here in some way to learn and to grow and evolve as a, as a, as a, as a, as, a, yes. as people as our you know as a, as an entity as energy. You know, we are growing. You could say that that's the answer to the question: What are we here for? We're here yeah. to fucking grow. Yeah, exactly. 
And, and yep. I think adding to that, we, unfortunately, there are a lot of people who aren't able to move on to the next level because they're so stuck in this low vibrational, vibrational energy, you know, because it, they're so full of, you know, it, everything's negative. And when everything is negative to you, you're going to, you're, you're, you're going to put out negative energy. You know, you're just basically a, you know, like you're like an energy vampire. You're just sucking in. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking negative energy. Cause that's what you feed off because you can't, you can't, you know, good energy. It, you know, it's like garlic, you know, it's like fucking sunlight. It, it totally, you know, it, it, it sort of pushes you back from trying to attain what you need, which is negative energy to grow. Yeah, just, yeah well, I was, you know, I was listening to this guy and I know what you're saying there and I'm going to let you keep going with that. But just, ahead, to say yeah, something about, just to say something about negative energy, I was listening to this guy with my, with my girlfriend who's, um, she's a therapist working with a lot of, LGBTQ plus community and stuff, helping them with therapy and stuff and like doing like a lot of good work. But, um, you know, her thing is like, I think what I was going to say about all this is we're also thinking called the Guru one day and it's like a podcast and the guy's talking about negative people, angry people. He was like, ask 10 of them if they want some help, anything to, be more happy and then learn how to put some in the rear view mirror and look forward into the front window and, you know, move on and uh, put some in the past. And uh, he's like, maybe one of them will say yes. And like another nine will be like, no, I'm happy being angry or I'm okay being angry. You know what I mean? He was like, a lot of these people enjoy being ang angry, angry. Yeah, and, and, I'm not gonna say, I'm not, I'm not going to say necessarily who it is on this, but it's a friend of mine who's, a very angry person. Sometimes when I asked him one time, I was like, do you, I was like, do you, do you want some help with any of that? And he was like, no, I'm good brother. My anger keeps me sharp. And like, and I was like, at your old age, your anger keeps you sharp. Huh? Uh -huh. Some people just like, you know, they feed off of it. The anger keeps them going somehow. I don't. It's literally. I, 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 I times I'm angry. I'm angry too. Like, I look at a world all the time. <laughs> where I don't fucking understand it or it feels like it's against us, but it probably isn't against us. It just doesn't fucking care, but it probably is against us with the way it's a capitalistic fucking mess. So, and truthful, it is probably against us fucking all in some way in the environment and in other species of animals. So, it's all completely fucked. And so I'm angry too, but am I going to get my anger out in positive manner so I can actually be happy with people I'm around? Or yeah, around? yeah, that's the thing. Some people am don't gonna understand be, Am I going to be angry. angry every fucking second of the day and blow up? Like, like you should still be angry about a lot of things. Like, you should, yeah. we should, it's normal to be angry about a lot of things, but you should still remember to enjoy the good things in life. Otherwise, what's the point in being angry about the bad things if you can't enjoy the good things, you know? Yeah, with, uh, yeah, with, and what, what else do we want to talk about? We were talking about Drury North Fest, too. Yeah, yeah. So, we, I'll we, tell you two things about things that we can talk about something else. So I'll tell you two things about things. Midwest Lust kind of came from a name like because it started off as just a two-piece like hearth noise um 
project and with my friend Jeff from St. Louis. He played in a power violence band called Chalked Up. He's done a lot of noise stuff. I've heard of that. Um, and yeah, and just a little background. I definitely met at the Kansas State Noise Fest. Like he really liked my project. I did joint dislocation. Um, and Jeff's a really good person. He has a daughter named April. That's really cool. And um, Jeff at one point though realized he was um, not really, I don't know if he's all the way by or like what his deal is, but realized he wasn't all the way straight. You know what I mean? Sure. And so he, he's with somebody who's, you know, be, you know, becoming the guy. I don't want to put anybody else's name out there, you know, who Jeff's partner is and stuff like that, just because of stuff they're going through. But they're going through a lot. They're getting ready to go through a surgery here pretty soon. But anyways, to get back on track, Jeff and we started this noise project. We did it. We did it. We toured. Um, and then, like, at one point, we, we all like power violence and grind and stuff a lot, too. So we're like, let's mix it in. And Jeff was like, well, I'll start playing guitar. And I, you know, so we added a drummer and one of my other friends on noise or one of our other friends, I should say ours, because we're a collective, you know, we believe in DIT, do it together. But I guess nice. that doesn't really do it yourself. <laughs> yourself wow, dude, that's cool. I've never heard that. <laughs> yeah, do it together. But if you can't do it that way, then do it yourself. You know that's, what I, that's you, dope. You know, yeah, but we, uh, yeah, so like, I mean, so we have our drummer Aaron plays in a band called Demo Side, and Martha's got a limp wrist. To to one's a kind of a power violence band, and one's kind of almost like a mince grind band. Demo Side being the more power violence band, and Martha being the more mince grind. And right, Tyler, he he does the noise stuff. He works at Reckless Records here, and Jeff plays guitar. But yeah, it started Jeff and me. We expanded, and a lot of our stuff focuses on just how could there be some kind of like, you know, relatively saving grace when we live in a world with so much shit. I like that background, by the way. <laughs> I picked it because um, of all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we live in a world of shit, and a lot of it deals with like, you know, when people do get all bit out of shape or then this, because it's like, really, what's going to happen at the end? At best, this body serves the dirt of the ground to warm food at the best, but it doesn't mean you have to be nihilistic and there doesn't mean there isn't repercussions for your actions. Still, while you're here, though, some people get those two things mixed up, but still, we're no better than the dirt we fucking serve. And, like, a lot of it deals with that and just, you know, the fall of humanity and man and just like the barbaric nature but a lot of our music's also left up to mystery and the name kind of came from like stupid breeding people breeding off of lust that don't know how to handle raising a kid in the fucking midwest and they just let their kid grow up in poverty or treat it like shit and beat their kid's ass and raise it to be some redneck piece of fucking shit or whatever I can see that. Like that that's, so that's, that's kind of how we got our name, Midwest Lust and stuff. stuff. And yeah, Dream North Fest just came from wanting the, you know, us doing a split faster noise and actually turned into a fest. And I tried to name it and I like thought about how like either smoggy or overcast Chicago is. 
sometimes is kind of the gray north side. It's just like, yeah, dreary north fest. That's kind of. And give us, and give us some of the shit storm troopers come to the point next year. So I'm very excited about having <laughs> you on that. Thanks, thank I was I was just about to ask you to like name some of the bands that are gonna play this year and next year. Okay, so this year is let's go it's it's water torture, bastard noise, midwest lust, suppression, sea of shit. Death Run, Bullshit Market, Pat Peltier, Rush Faulkner. I mean, people should just look at it. And this year I have stuff like Cy Warfare, which is doing from integrity, doing like psychological noise warfare stuff. You guys, Bastard Noise, looking like again. And some hip hop stuff. And it's pretty diverse next year. It's like, I'm excited, like, I do a fest that has a lot of trans people on it, queer people, people of color. Not like anybody can help where they come from. So everyone's invited to be involved. But I like it. It's just not like all the way a white. It's inclusive. Yeah, it isn't all the way a white bro fest, even though nobody can help where they come from. I'm just saying that too. I'm never going to judge anybody for where they, how they're born. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm glad like, my, I'm glad I'm doing a fest that shows a lot of different sides of things and how beautiful of a community. I'm glad really you're doing an inclusive fest too, buddy. I really am. And, and like, I think everybody appreciates that too, you know? Yeah. yeah I think like, like after like a year of like pandemic, I mean, that's pretty, that's awesome that you're willing, you know, you're putting this all together and new. It's, it's, it's kind of putting everybody back. It's kind of like trying to bring back to unity, you know, after all this division and shit after a fucking year of, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's just, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know it, it. People need it right now, and and we all know how fucked up things are, especially with this new damn variant that they're talking about. Yeah, so it well, kept breaking up for some reason there for a little bit. But I was saying, you know, he's saying it's so cool. I'm doing this. Are you still? Is Paul still there? Yeah, yeah. no, he's he's here. Yeah, with, he, yeah, he, was, cool. he was saying that it, it, we need this uh, after like uh, this year and a half of. Uh, pandemic yeah and but it's also pandemic. like you know like there, there you know it's still like you know we're still on the edge tail of this thing and like you know sometimes i feel like you know i just want to have it be where it's also like i think safety is still just an illusion conjured up in the, in the minds of man but i still want it to be as safe as possible for living in a world where we know better yeah, for people. So, so I went to stay in the, so I, it was highly encouraged. Like, I'm still encouraging highway mask at this fest, but also, I, like, like, people who aren't, aren't vaccinated, be truthful about it. Please try to wear a mask because some people can't get vaccinated. Some people are immune. I, I think, like, like immune, if you like, immune, get people, but, like some people have immune deficiency syndromes where they can't get vaccinated, you know, it'll fuck them up. It'll fuck them up. So people like that need to show up. Just try to wear a mask. You know what I? You know no, I think I mean? that's cool that you give people options. You give people the options that they can wear a mask, or if they're vaccinated, or vaccinated. They want to wear a mask, wear a mask. You know what I mean? It's like if it was up to me, it'd just be kind of like, you know, please fucking be vaccinated. But like, you know, no, like the city of Chicago is kind of, you know, they can't really ask people about their medical records because that's illegal. 
Yeah, it's kind of working on the trust. It's kind of just working on the trust principle, yeah. principle, and kind of blind, kind of blind uh, yeah. faith that people will do. It has to do right. with Amer American, uh, you know, mentality too. Like because the rest of the world will accept like things that we won't accept as easily. Like for example, well, like also you have to realize like. You know, other countries don't allow their citizens to be as fucking dumb as Amer America allows <laughs> Or as armed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> other countries will put their foot down real quick. They'll be like, yeah, you guys are fucking staying inside. You guys have got to fucking say about it. What's up, what's up motherfuckers? We're here to govern you and keep you in fucking... Right. Our government's about that same shit, too, but don't... Right, right, right. But, but, but see, yeah. it's different here. It's different. Oh, yeah, you get a bunch of rednecks for you. Like, oh, they're posting my rights, man. I want to call on other people and spread fucking disease, man. Yeah. Yeah, brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, man. Uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. But I, I think, like, we, we're, you know, it's kind of cool because we've talked about this. So, is your name Aldo? Is it Aldo or Aldo? Is that really, how really I mean, like te technically, it was supposed to be pronounced in Italian, so it's like supposed to be with an open A, like Aldo. But it's like you know how you yeah. how are you gonna tell an English speaker not to say Aldo? You know, it's not. <laughs> yeah, Aldo. yeah, my fucking dumb. My, my it's not fucking wrong. Dumb. It's not wrong. You just pronounce it in a different language. You know, it's you I know, like most of like my my main heritage backline just because of like my grandma on my dad's side being full Native American. I have like quite a bit of Native American in me. Right on. Too, so it's kind of a mutt. I'm like all mixed up a lot of different things, but <laughs> <laughs> but anything, anyways. Um, you know what I was saying is we were talking about, you know, the media. They just do these things like, you know, we live in this two party system, and they just pit people up against each other and like use it like, you know, as people going up to war against each other. So basically they can put the boot down on everybody and just like lock a bunch of people up and make them slaves to the prison system too, man. It's all yeah. fucking, it's all, yeah. it's all, it's, it's all, all about fucking, slavery, dude. It's all about slavery. It's all very controlled. It's a form of slavery. It's like wage slavery. Yeah. 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 You're no, you're absolutely correct. It's, it's, it's all about just trying to control you in your in your in your uh, your offspring that's really it's that's what it's all about it's control and it's got a control now because those of who have power they're totally they're, they're out of control they they just want to just control you they will never you. give up on it and they just want more they don't want less or the same power corrupts no, everything no, power these, corrupts. i'll go ahead these guys these guys um yeah, they want. Yeah, these guys spend more money on war than they do educating people and housing a world full of people. Because guess what? There'd be no war if everybody was fucking housed and fed. Exactly. Dude, if, I, if people I were educated, dude, like we are educated, they'd have a revolution on their hands. That's what. That's what. That's why they don't educate us properly. It's because that's like true. their own yeah, control it's like, is. It's just, like, it's just like the same people wonder. Oh well. The same people don't even get the fucking fact. I hate to get into jumping this wormhole, but certain people don't get the fact. You can believe what you want out of this, but certain people don't believe the fact that Holland Byrne was in there doing top secret work um, in the World Trade Centers before fucking 9-11. And yeah. um, that, that hasn't talked about too much. 
Um, no. And also, but I'll tell you something that's more crazy about that. If they had been on this, how about a fall guy? And if Ben Laden did attack us, what is Ben Laden the principle of us? Us abandoning him when they were fighting against the communists and the communism and him getting his whole tribe of people wiped out. He was a little fucking pissed off when you beat you. Would you like fucking America too well? Or would you like- yeah, yeah. It's like he's just another one of those rebels that we armed and trained that that eventually like we were like, no, actually, actually they're the enemy. They're not our friends. They're actually the enemy. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's just like this, this thing. And I mean, we were talking about this, uh, man, fucking CIAs that want to put crack rock cocaine in, in black neighborhoods and certain neighborhoods that fucking oppress them too. So he's like, and so that's why I would think anybody, like I have friends that are like, they still get worked up about this shit. They still think the government cares about them. They're like, oh, I'm going to go vote for this guy. And it's like, Oh, yeah, go vote for him. So what? So he can fucking give you a boot to fucking like on? Have fucking fun. I ain't a different colored boot. I want to put a bolt in this guy's fucking head, okay? All of them. <laughs> Dude, and you're going to go, you're going to go fucking vote for him. Go right to fuck ahead, not me. You know, yeah, you know, I'm not, I, I hate, I don't like telling people what to do, but I personally, I'm of the, of the, you know, there's no point in voting and voting like the way that we fix things that does not involve voting. And- <laughs> you said, we were talking about that. We were talking about controlled opposition. Yeah. We were talking about the Bernie Sanders and the fucking, uh, you know, Ron Paul's, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, these guys aren't gonna truly win. They're just some um, down out guy that give you the root for this, like in the fucking. So that then like, he can be like, vote for Hillary <laughs> or vote for Biden. <laughs> yeah, so we can still give me the boot, the same boot you've been looking. And they forever. did it twice. They pulled that fucking trick twice on Democrats and liberals. You know, <laughs> first with Hillary and then with Biden. Yeah, and I, well, guess what. I didn't, you know, after the, after I went, I sat in a line for primary uh, primaries for fucking Bernie and I went to go vote for him mm. and stuff. And then like, cause I was like, cause I, you know, like a lot of people convinced me, my mom said, you have to go vote for Bernie and stuff. And I was like, yeah. And I, I was like, actually out of most people I see eye to eye with his shit the most and stuff. And then I was like, but after I saw it, you know, people were like, oh, you got to go vote for Biden. And I was like, no, I don't need to go vote for Biden. I'm not voting for either one of these guys. These guys are the same. They could just fucking, well, I was like, Biden, I guess, is a little less bad than Trump. But I was like, I don't yeah. care anymore. These guys could just both go destroy the earth and fucking dance about it. Biden is and, a career that's politician, man. That's all we're going to fucking get is these guys are going to go fucking do their fucking puppet string corporate shit. Same corporate shit they've been doing forever. Man, they're gonna give us a couple things to fucking be in a distraction for real. The things they're doing. Biden's been, in, Biden's been in the corporate pocket forever. I mean, like, look how long he's been in politics. Look how long he's been a senator. <laughs> look how many, man, look how fl- floppy that dude is on his. Exactly, show. it's like, oh, no, no, shut the fuck up and say the opposite I thing. I, give, I guess I give Biden credit. I mean. I mean, what else is the dude going to say? He said he felt bad. He was like, I wasn't the white person. It was about that 84 crime bill. I had to sign on for other things we wanted when that was a more Republican thing they came up with, he said in there. But I don't know how much I believe that or any of that. But no matter what, he apologized for fucking doing it. I don't know if it really fixes goddamn any 
anything, but I think he's probably realized he's been wrong in certain areas of his life. I mean, yeah. that's what we have to say as humans fuck up, but still, is Biden really going to do anything to put a greater no. change out no. there? Fuck no, dude. Biden, no one Biden's gets fucking boomers and agent of the system. Come no one on. gets to the presidency unless you fucking are in, in corporate pocket. <laughs> Like, no, you can't get to the presidency unless you have been, like, you know, approved by... Oh, that's what we were talking about. Hey, let's face it, America. Hence, hence, this shit's rigged. No way Biden got more votes than Bernie Sanders, dude. I don't believe that for a goddamn yep. second. And, pro- and probably same thing when, with, with the uh, with the Hillary primary, too. <laughs> and yeah. Probably the same thing. But but that's what I'm saying. Like there, it's controlled opposition. Which, by the way, shout out to controlled opposition over in um, Czech Republic. Am I wrong? Czech Czech Republic. Shout out to badass grind band called Controlled Opposition. Yeah, I've heard that. I, I've I've heard of that band's name. I I don't think I've ever got to check them out. Paul, really you good. know about? What was that? You know about controlled opposition? Yeah, I've heard of the, uh, the band. Yeah. The band. Yeah. Yes, I have. I actually heard of them. Yeah. 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 They're fucking. I was just giving them a shout out. Um. Uh, oh, yeah. No, they're no, they're sick. No, they're brutal. They're fucking sick. They're, yeah. Like, they're good. They're really. They're, they rip it. No, I heard their. I heard their stuff. Believe it or not, I have heard them. No, no, no. They're, yeah. they're not a small. They're not a small band in in Europe. I would say they. I think they've played Obscene Extreme for sure. Yeah, I've heard their name, or I've heard someone play them for me before. I know sometimes I get out of the loop. I'm always trying to hunt down shit on my own, but I know I for sure heard their name. Um, so, uh, I'm not going to front and say, I, 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 I can remember hearing them because I don't know if I can, but I've definitely heard the name. Yeah, no, they're it. fucking awesome. I, I, I caught them, um, um, at a, at a festival that I happened to be around for in, in, in Rome when I visited years ago. But before we get into another tangent there on that one, um, I wanted to oh, add, I, uh, I want to say what I think about, uh, go ahead. Um, if anybody gives a fuck, uh, here in October, like October 13th through 17th, we're going to be playing St. Louis, Louisville, um, Chattanooga, Birmingham, and Memphis. Then next year, we're going to do make up a tour with East Coast of Kidnapped. We were supposed to do. And then we're going to go to Europe with Surfer James's idea. Then Hopefully we're going to come out to the West Coast out near where you're at also, Paul, because we're going to try to go out there with probably Christian lovers and right maybe do something else. I don't know what we're going to do. Right to I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. But, like, Yeah, but I, I was going to say about all this, I really do like for music. I like being about a community and having things that support that community and being involved in stuff on it too. But it's times I like to travel. Like there's certain people I feel like that are meant for the road, and there's certain people that are not. I'm somewhere in between. Or like I'm meant for it, but at the same time I had to balance shit out of my life. Like I have a lady and cats, so I can't be gone all the goddamn fucking die at time. I can't be fucking disappear act all the time. You know what I mean? Sure. Wow. I mean, it's a balancing act. All this shit is a balancing fucking act. Yes. Yeah, it's a lot of planning and just juggling. But yes. You know, anyways, I, I, but I long for those things. Like I like community. Like, you know, I think I saw uh, 
someone the other day about this. Like, I like community. I like the things that everything's getting a lot more diverse. But, yeah, it seems like I've heard there's a bunch of younger kids showing up to different shows in cities, too. And I think that's good. There's some new fresh faces because I remember when I was a young kid, there's some older faces that didn't always make me feel welcome or didn't make for. And there was some that did, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, but I felt like, you know, what's changed and, um, you know, I want to, I long for community. I long for meeting people of all different Community and like these good times with, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I long for these, those experiences. We, those, we do too, man. But also, I long for this too, and I'm going to say this too. I long for punk to sometimes be what it truly talks about to actually you know even if it's like what i talked about either a small change in someone's life or either like a big change or yeah larger organized change the better the world i don't i don't care which one it is but we gotta be about where our mouths are fucking at yes some yes 100 percent i i don't I don't yeah, know. Yeah, more, more, more punks. You're right. We, we can't, yeah, I, we can still scream in a room because the chances are there's going to be some new young kid that comes in and hears some new idea um, he's never heard before from someone who's older sometimes or maybe someone in their own age group who knows is caught on to it. But we need to actually get outside that room and make fucking changes because there's a world out there that's waiting for us all to yes. fucking live in it. I, I, no, I, I, I agree. Go ahead, Paul. Yeah. This can be so much of an escape from the real issues at hand. Yes, yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and, and uh, speak for the podcast that we we definitely um, we definitely agree with that that more punks should be about what they actually sing about and more punks should you know put their money where their mouth is. Well, yeah. not only that, I also I also agree. I say that uh, you know. I, I lodge a lot of young kids who are looking for identity, you know, and they're all of them are, you know, trying to find it. And I think that there should always be room to uh, accept them and they can learn to, you know, figure out, you know, who they are, you know, yeah. and I think hardcore and punk rock is a great avenue for them to explore that and to, and it, 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 I'll, I'll use the word, it, it's the, okay, it's a positive environment. It's not, it's nothing, you know, I guess it, it depends be. on who you, who you associate with, right? But the thing is, you, you want to know that, hey, there's, there's good people. There's good and bad people in any scene, no matter what. But there's always, you, 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 I tend to hope that you would figure out, hey, these are, you know, legit people who mean well. They, you know, they, they, they're mm-hmm. willing to, you know, instead of, you know, uh, from my experience, you know, in, in a punk hardcore scene for all these years, you're always going to be a lot of good people. You're always going to be a lot of bad people, you know, but you want to associate with, you know, people that make you feel better about yourself. who are not going to put you down or attack you. I think punk's like the weird thing because, um, you know, someone, it's kind of like the opposite of a lot of other music. It's the opposite of like rock star mentalities a lot of times and actually communication and community. <laughs> but I think it's also one of those places where it's all right just to be, completely alone by yourself in a room to I also encourage people if they do see someone alone by themselves in a room make sure you be friends with that person Maybe that person is looking for a friend doesn't know how to actually like yeah go up and talk to someone else 
because they're being because they're shy and stuff. Not everybody's outgoing, you know. It's a lot of times the case. Or have anxiety or yeah, yeah. So if you can be outgoing, try to really look out for people. Maybe for, for people who are yes. people who are standing around the circle already clicked up. Yeah, they already clicked. Up. Yes, in fact, in fact, I want to say, I want to say uh, that that the way that I met Paul is because Paul decided to be outgoing and and meet and basically approach us. You know, uh, I didn't even know what band or he who he was or what band he played in until he introduced himself. So I'm glad you did that, Paul. <laughs> Just want to put that out there. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I, I, you guys were playing a fest together, right? That's what I heard. Heard right? You guys are. Zestifest? Yep. Yeah, you're playing Zestifest with Gabe and. Well, Gabe Sudden, that was a Gabe Sudden, you know, because Gabe lives in, I, I, I'm i going to assume that he's still living in Richmond, correct? Uh, I think so. Am I right? Okay. So, you know, I think he's up in, I think he's somewhere up in Humble County right now. Oh, okay. All right. I, I haven't talked to him. And, got out of the bay for a little bit, I think. I mean, I know. Oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sorry, sorry, Paul. I thought, I thought for a second, Rich. I thought Richmond was the one in Plumbell County, but no, he did move out outside, and he has kind of like a little farm with chickens and stuff now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's not in the Bay Area. He's not no longer living in the Bay Area. Yeah, I, I haven't talked about him in quite a while. He's out, yeah, he's out there chilling with some chickens and other stuff in his kit. Smoking fat doinks. I know. I, know is, I think concussive is still doing stuff. Correct. There's told. Yeah. Still- yeah. Because I'm, 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 I'm having them come out for next year's. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah, I had to fly them because. Yeah, it's just the way it has to be. Well, concussive is is big enough. I think that you that they could they could deserve to be flown. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. even care about dabs. They're big enough, anyways. Oh, you know. I, like, I, like Gabe. I like Gabe. I never have had anybody call me. What does he say brusque or brusque or something? Oh, he says brusque. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that's the that's the first person I ever, ever heard that from. Life. <laughs> California, I swear California has its own language. Dude, hell yeah, they do, man. We all places do. All places do, you know. I'm sure Chicago has their own fucking, you know, oh, yeah, those... little bit of dialect. <laughs> but people up here, people up here, I don't know if I'm get, get losing it or not, but um when I talk slow, people up here can tell I've spent time definitely in the south and there's certain Words yeah. I say, I say y'all to someone or something weird, and it's like some it's not proper, and some like people in the south will say because they kind of their own lingo. Yeah, like it was kind of weird because I never thought I'd sound like the south, but like some of my friends, even when I came back up to the north after living in Chattanooga, like I was like kind of a little thick mm. at that point, and one of my friends was like, "I'm going to beat that out of you." <laughs> one of my friends in hardcore he was like god damn this house fucking annoying to me and i was like you're such a fucking prick um hey brett uh let me ask you something um that i don't want to forget to talk about i want you to tell us uh about your paranormal experiences now 
Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, get, yeah. Let's get to that. Let's just touch on. Yeah, let's let's jump, let's jump into that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we don't we don't we don't care about like the introduction can be as long as we want, but we definitely do always want to touch. We always naturally will touch about music just because well, me and Paul's background, but um, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I definitely want to make sure we touch upon everything. That uh, uh, I'll tell uh, I'll tell you uh, I'll tell you. Three, I'm kind of aware of or know about them. Maybe a fourth that I'll talk about. Yeah, man, we're fucking looking um, forward to hearing. Um, so uh, one, one, this is from my mom's point of view, and apparently, witnesses when I'm a young kid or something, I I fell into a well where they they're having trouble getting down there and getting me or some, but some spiritual form lifted me up or something. That's that's I don't I don't have to believe that my mom was tripping or not, but. Who knows? Um, oh, so that's on, on. my little kitten just got trapped in my in my my, my guitar. <laughs> Boy, but you know, I don't know. Yeah, one sec, I'll give you a sec. Sorry, he he, he was sleeping in the guitar case and it didn't shut on him. You know, my mom's a pretty honest person, so I don't know what to think of that that one. But second of all, I know this one for sure. That old band I was talking to you about, Bad Dinner. We were out on tour. We were like camping in Georgia. There's like there's four of us in that band and one of our friends took a photo of us and like in the photographer in in the photo like in between steven and uh brandon who's our bass player and guitar player there's like this little girl who's like we can see it kind of in the photo but when like her friend is developing this film they noticed like what was going on, like something and like and zoomed in on it's like it was like have like it's weird it's like a girl with a skeleton face and pioneer clothing but you could see through her body um and where was this picture taken um out in the woods of georgia so probably old hundred south shit so i don't know and um Third, uh, I forgot what I, I mean, you know, besides like my lady and me were laying in bed one night when we, when we first started seeing each other and we're under the covers and she can vouch for us, both of our fingers touched and it started making some kind of glowing light under the oh. covers. And it was like really kind of tripped out and weird, weird. Like electrical um, current between them? Yeah, I don't know what was going on. It was putting off some kind of like shiny light, like glow light. And you could and see it light. under the covers. Yeah, we could see it with the we could see it because we're both laying under the covers and we could both see the light. Oh wow. Light and, light. and then um I think the last real like kind of thing is I wanted to talk about maybe a cult thing. So do any of you guys know this old band that was from uh, California called Heroin? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah well, I one of those guys has like a, um, a satanic occult tattoo because he was really into like, like the satanic cult shit, man. And like, but apparently there's some symbol also the Nazis took and started using at one point like because it deals with the sun and like this circle it's all weird and stuff it's originally like a satanic cult tattoo but 
he was getting a bunch of flack for that, man. He's like, I got this because I was a Satanist, dude. I didn't get this because I'm fucking Nazi. Figure people are out of your fucking minds and well, shit. You know, I mean, the Nazis were very, you know, you know, Paul and probably already. Well, were they? Were they? Were they really good? Were they really good at ripping off other people's like cultures and stuff? Did they rip off the swastika from the Native Americans? Yeah, or some they, they were. They were into the occult to begin with. That's why they chose the swastika. The, the swastika can be in two uh, directions, and they chose the negative one, like the dark side one. Because if you invert, like mirror image, the swastika, it faces the opposite way. And that actually is a good, it means the sun. So in well, the- way, that, well, Yeah, I, I'll, I'll add to what Aldo say that. Yeah, and basically, you know, I can see why he would have gotten a flack for having, you know, a black sun tattoo. And people- well, wasn't a black, but, but it's weird because there's like the circle thing around it. It's like a circle bar. It goes around like this whole like, like leg or something that has different yeah, symbols yeah. and yeah, some like exactly. ring of the satanic cult or something right like that i guess people were taking it the wrong way yeah they're gonna take yeah they're gonna take the wrong way everything yeah there's this big debate on the internet but is that speaking of cult speaking of cult shit and a cult and like and i don't know like yeah so there's been some weird there's been some weird spiritual realms where I mean, I, you know, I've, I don't know, maybe death of me or I've had a lot of friends that killed themselves and died of heroin overdoses and other fucking wild ass shit. So that sucks. By the way, by the way, I want to, I also want to say that I had the same thing just happen. Like yesterday, a friend of the band, uh, ended up passing away because of a heroin overdose so you know oh, my, 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 my 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 condolences like yeah just wanted to say safe yeah, I, I, hope somewhere, I hope somewhere their energies in a happier place because obviously yeah. he played he played in a band called shadow people uh, <laughs> of all names paul uh because you know that's kind of why we started around the idea we started the show is around sleep paralysis and shadow people so um he played in a band called shadow people uh was very well liked guy just you know, had troubles with the, with the needle and um, had a relapse is, or that that's what I heard is the initial da- information. Just wanted to say, you know, safe travels to Matt and, you know, hope he makes it safely. Yeah. The other side. I, I, yeah. Safe travels. Um, I don't know. This world's a fucking, that's why I say this world's a mess. Like I can't seem to make much sense out of some of this shit. Well, I know, yeah. Yeah. maybe yeah. you're not supposed to. Some, there's some really souls, I think just some souls are too, sensitive uh, i mean that's the best way i can comprehend it some souls just cannot handle like how fucked up the world is nowadays you know well mine no mine mine definitely can't at times like i definitely yes i'm like on a almost like a break line at times i'm not even gonna lie but i try to just keep we're the lucky ones that have this therapy called like heavy music you know yeah i think i was discussing this with someone i think about all the people like it could have had some like this. I'm thinking about all the people who could have had some like this, but never found out about it. And like, yeah, maybe you could have used it really as an outlet. Or yeah, we were like, talking about this the other day. Of, yeah, it was you and me talking about some yeah. form of art other than you know picking up a gun and shooting up a school or something. I don't. I don't or just know. picking up, or just picking up a needle. You know, it doesn't even have to shoot everyone else. You can just shoot yourself and still be yeah. still end up like hurting a lot of people, not just yourself. You know. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, exactly. 
I mean, yeah, it comes from, I mean, I was, yeah, I guess there's many examples of hurting other people we could get into. Yeah, no, for sure. But uh, so I, I did have a question about your first experience, uh, Brett. So you, you fell into a well? Yeah, so my mom said when I was a little kid, um, I don't remember it. I don't have any memory of this because you don't, you know, you don't have memories of a lot of stuff when you're. Yeah. When and so, and so what you, and, and what was the rest of the story? You actually just like levitated out of the well and out into the. Yeah. Something like that. That's exactly what she said. And wow. I don't, I don't sound like a crazy person talking. About no, that no, shit. no, man. I mean, like you don't even remember this. You're just getting your mom's you're welcome, welcome. You're welcome. You're at the right place to talk about this. This is like the right place. You want to hear yeah. this? I knew boy. My mom, like, is one of the most honest people I know in this fucking world. So I don't think she's like trying to pull some like shit over my eyes either. Like, my dad's like, my dad's just, my dad's pretty fucking bad, but he's pretty distant, but not my fucking, my, my mom. My mom's always kept a pretty real one. T- she, she was even an art high school teacher and she, uh, Kept a pretty one ten with her students, but Stephen, let's let her students make like pot leaves of ceramic shit in classes and let them get away with it when she was supposed to report it in. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, you know, she's retired now, so I feel like I can talk about that. Who really sure, 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 sure. <laughs> I, I didn't say her name in this, anyways. I mean, right, right. <laughs> yeah, so you know, someone could probably trace it anyways, but who really cares about it? That's the past, but yeah, my mom's an interesting, <laughs> you know. She's definitely connected on some like weird spirit. spirit. Who, who, yeah, if you ever want to talk about spirituality and the cult, you should get my mom on here. She <laughs> communicates the spirit when she's been drinking and stuff. We'll put it. We'll put it. I don't even. I don't even. Like, I'm not. I'm gonna be honest. I don't even like being around her because it gets too fucking tripped out. Hey, Brett, uh, 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 for me. Brett, I'm, Brett, yeah. What is what is your zodiac sign? I had to ask. I just, I, oh, I'm Virgo Libra a, a given. You're a what? I'm a Virgo Libra cusp. I'm September 20th. Oh, okay. Okay. What yeah. signs are you guys? I'm a Scorpio. We're both Scorpios. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I said. I mean, what is Scorpio? Is that, is, that, is that November? Yeah, that's November. Yeah. Yeah. So my little sit. That's what my little sister is. Like, man, she has a very, she can have a very dominant, controlling personality where she likes things. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yep. yep, yep. But she's very, very truthful and very honest. Like one of the more honest people I've ever fucking met to a T. You know what I mean? (laughs) Mean like. People would even try to get her to do the sequel shit, like her old friends and stuff before and she would go into it and stuff. She like, I mean, she's kind of a narc, you know what I mean? I'm going to be honest, but my sister's cool. <laughs> well, that's, that, you know, well, that Scorpio, that's, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hear yeah. that. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse. No doubt. Exactly. Is a blessing and a curse. That that's I, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I think also I think also your science tells in certain traits about you or to how you're born into the world. But I think they some of those traits are probably accurate. But I think 
how you want to be at the end is really ultimately up to you. You are the chooser of your own destiny. Destiny. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Me as a Virgo could be very hard headed too and stuff. And I've tried to learn how not to be. And I don't know. It's like, I don't know how to explain it. I'm just trying to learn ways to keep my demons at bay. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I guess that, that's, yeah that's, that's, that's kind of what I kind of notice about Virgos is that they they have to sort of yeah you just said they have to sort of like not go into that dark place you know what I'm saying that dark place is that does that sound familiar to you the dark place yes very much so sorry I was taking a hit yeah no, the dark no. place. um very so real. yeah yeah I, I hear that yeah Man, what's happening with this? I don't know what's going on with Penn. Um, have... So let me let me ask you now about something else. Uh, um, have you ever experienced a uh, sleep paralysis, Brett? You had you have any experience with that? That's something we we like to, you know, touch we upon just, a lot on the show. Yeah, we annoy people with that question. <laughs> what, 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 what exactly is defined as sleep paralysis? Go ahead, Paul. You tell him. Basically, uh, you're being uh, well. Okay, well, from my opinion, you're being attacked by a demonic entity in your sleep. That's a I, that's oh. a that's a that could be a side effect. A lot of people experience sleep paralysis. I, I, I don't know that's what it was, but um, my girlfriend the other night said this. So you can you should funny you asked this. And she said in my sleep. I was talking about how I could say I kind of scared her. I saw about how in my sleep that Satan has my soul. And apparently I said that on my sleep the other night. Holy shit. Sometimes I say to people just fucking around since trying you know, something. You know, but, but you know, Brett, you do know that Virgos are prone to becoming demonically possessed. That's actually not, that's a fact. You can look it up online. That's a fact that they can become demonically possessed. Most Virgos are the ones who are like, you know, the whole exorcist kind of, you know, that, that, <laughs> most of those are Virgos. You guys, now you guys are really fucking with me. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I appreciate this one. Well, 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 I mean, I mean, that's, it, that's just, you know, me and Paul is all that place to be if you want, uh, you know, <laughs> exposed. you come to the Scorpios and they're going to just be like, Oh man. Okay. Never mind. Okay. I believe it, but I also like I fuck around and say that to people just sometimes they'll fuck with them and get reactions normally. So like yeah, 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 I repeat, but also at the same time, like my my girlfriend all the time like tells us like, be careful with what you fuck with. With, yeah. with like, well, my mom had this student apparently who got really into Ouija boards and shit, and apparently uh, he was like, he was making plans to like kill her and other people, but she ended up getting this guy out of the school. But he got like really possessed by, I guess, a Ouija board because he's a pretty normal student until he started fucking around with these Ouija boards and stuff, and apparently got all stunned out of control. Wow. Like, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. If it possessed him or something. I was like, 
Ooh, that's not good. Well, you have to look at like your, your Zodiac chart. You see, if you do your Zodiac chart, you can really, I mean, from my... I, I don't think, I don't think honestly, I'm ever, I, to be honest with you guys, I don't think I'm ever fucking with those Ouija boards. I never have, and I don't think No, me so neither. I've, I've never, I've never, because Ouija oh, boards, they're portals. They bring shit out, I'm like. Yeah, they're portals. They're, they're basically, they're portals to the, to, to, to that astral plane where, you know, demonic entities lie, and they're really powerful, and they can go and, and people, you know, start messing around with that. Obviously, yeah, you're going to have these, you know, and these come into this, you know, they're going to enter this world through that portal. And if you don't know how to open, close a portal, you're going to have problems. Um, I know I never, I never fucked around with a Ouija board. I never will. Yeah, I, think, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to stay away from that. Same. That one, I'm all good. On, I'm all good on that. I've already, I've already had enough problems with this fucking Yeah, dude, world. you know what? I got enough problems. I don't need that. I don't need to bring that one out. <laughs> <laughs> man, we've I'm seen enough that. enough fucking movies too. <laughs> yeah, I don't see, yeah, we've seen enough yeah, movies going say, nah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good on I, that. No, so I, I think I think if you want to play around with Ouija boards, I think that's really up to that's like the cat is a caveat, you know, by you know, just you know, yeah, beat the purple, you know, it's the you know, I'm just saying, probably be careful with what you play with in this fucking world. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. See, with you. you don't know. I mean, we don't know. We don't have all the answers to everything as humans. Yeah, yeah, you're right, and I, I, I think that that humbles you. If you become humbled, you will become, I think, much more of a less <laughs> ego, ego, you know, ego, you know, full blown like you know, uh, egomaniac. Yeah, you're right. You. Yeah, we don't know every. I don't know everything about this world. We don't know. The, I have no answer. All the answers, you know. I mean, we could assume we do, but mm-hmm. uh, we don't. You know, um, it'd be foolish to say we do. I, I mean, I think the only, I, I mean, we got pretty technically advanced, but I think the only answers we still have is eat, sleep, mate, defend, repeat, and die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's pretty. I, I kind of see it in those kind of like terms as well. We're all gonna die one day. That's it. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, we are. You know, yeah. You, I think if you accept that, you know, even you even be, uh, it's a little scary. But even the thought of aging sometimes, it's like, man, like one day I'm not gonna be this age, and I'm gonna be, you know, however much older. It's like, damn. I think what's auto. I think what's auto. You you take care of yourself. Okay. Okay. It's like this. Okay. We we are all gonna get older, but think about this: you you get to a point where you become more like I guess you could say more understanding, uh, uh, wiser, you know, of how the world works. And you say, you know what? Okay, it's not all about me. It's not all about like what I can get for myself. Like we was telling you about like messing around with like magic. You know, remember like remember that like you know, to get things. You know, because. Right. Why do I, what are you really, like, what are you trying to get? Like, what do you really need? Do you really need it that bad? Do you right. really want things this bad? That's, that's kind of like how, but kind of puts me like in my place where I'm like, yeah, you know what? You know, we're going to lose everything. You know, nothing lasts forever. You know, our friendships, you know, you just got to sort of enjoy what you have right now and do the best yeah, you can. Yeah, I, yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Not be like a full blown narcissistic yes crazy you know psychopath you know where you all you care about is yourself all you care yeah. about is manipulating you know what i'm saying 
it sounds like basic yeah. stuff. You would think that we nobody would have to talk about this stuff, but like no, so no, no. I think people are so. What was that, Brett? Sorry. Unfortunately, we do because we live in that world. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We live in this dimension. This, 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 this. In, in. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people who are very uh, unevolved, they, and I think, and it probably take them a couple of lifetimes to make have them evolve yeah. fully to understand the yeah. pain they cause to themselves and to other people. And to other people. Um, how old did you say you were again, Paul? I'm 46. Yeah, I'm only 39, but I noticed like. I guess I had like gray in my beard, and I'm like, "Fuck, man! I guess this is aging." <laughs> you, this you're is looking aging at, the, at the phone, at the image on the phone. And you're like, "Man, I got a gray beard." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, but but think about it this way: you you've lived this, you've gone through all those different things in your life to, up to this point now, where you could be like, "You know what? Uh, okay, there's always room to improve and to evolve as a person." There, there you, there you go. You know, that's it. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, where where'd you guys get the name Godstomper at? Anyways, was that based? <laughs> I always wondered that, how that came up with as a name. Okay, back in like 1991, um, I was like, I, I I was just like in high school, and I was in a band called the Barfos, which is like a noise, like an anti music noise. It's kind of like the Boredoms, but it was like yeah. you know, like yeah. from the area. And we're like, you know, and we we're making a bunch of noise. But I, I, I wanted to start a bass and drum band with my brother because, you know, we were just like, it's just something else. It's just, you know, because we like bands like the board, like the ruins from Japan and like um, bands like um, Godhead Silo, uh, you know, even like No Means No. Those kind of bands were like so often weird. And one day I was like, okay, you know, Brutal Truth, they had, uh, one day I saw a photo of Brutal Truth, and I think Kevin Sharp had a Ned's Atomic Dustbin Godfather t-shirt on. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Okay. And so then I saw, like, I had like uh, Agnostic Fronts, Live CBGB, uh, a tape with the little boots on it, those Doc Martens, and it has like, it was just like boots. And I was like, okay, boots. And then I was eating some Gobstopper candy, those, those little colorful Willy Wonka candies. And then all of a sudden, it's going to be God Stomper. And I was like, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And um, second question about God Stomper. Um, this is a more humorous one. Has anybody ever gotten you guys confused or written you guys thinking you guys had some association with God Smack? Yeah. Yeah. We have. We have. Yeah. Yeah. We have people who say, are you guys God Smack's brother? And we're like, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> wow. it's, it's weird. It happens. You know, we've had people say that, you know, they, they didn't understand that. How could that be that you guys are not God smacked? And we're like, you know what I mean? We're just kind of like, it happens. That's been like going on for like a couple of decades now. You know, God stopping <laughs> God. Just because there's God in the name. This is God in the name. I forgot to assume that it's something to do with God. It was smack, you know, which is so really lame. <laughs> yeah, it's God lame. Forbid, man. Man, like, are you God forbid, brother Ben? <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I just had to ask it. Just I had to ask a goofy question. Like, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. 
Yo, the reason why I uh, I was I was asking about uh, sleep paralysis uh, is because it's probably one of the questions we're going to be asking every um, if, or we're going to be touching upon with every uh, with every guest. But I actually revisited uh, sleep paralysis, the movie yesterday, which is supposed to be based in real events. And it was released in 2013. And um, it talks about how like this guy was at, on a radio show and basically like this there, there is a shadow. Okay. So like with sleep paralysis, sometimes some of the people that experience sleep paralysis experience shadow figures that come to them. Uh, some people will straight up realize like Paul, that was like, no, that, that was a demon. That was just not just a person that, that was a black person, like a completely black, you know, no, sil- just a black silhouette. Yeah, my, mom, my mom's seen those. My mom's seen those before. Really? I was those before. Yeah. So but, yeah, that's that's what the yeah, shadow people are supposed to be. So, uh, so basically, uh, yeah. So this person, yeah, he has one of those late night like weird, you know, conspiracy type shows that UFO, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like one of those radio shows, and somebody calls and they're like, "Dude, I can't take it anymore. They're coming for me." You know, uh, they they're like, "Who? The shadow people?" Okay, and like. He actually like shoots shoots the shadow person you know while talking to the radio host anyway police come get him and uh, they put him in a hospital he dies the next night and, and and he's the first victim out of several that um start dying from these from these night attacks so like basically sleep paralysis and then shadow people and first they had that 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 batch of deaths in the 80s i think among uh, among like immigrants asian immigrants and then they had again another batch of deaths in the 2008 era uh, range of date uh, and um basically that's what the movie is, is about the movie is about like this this radio host that discovered that there was discovered you know started finding out that these people were dying from these sleep paralysis attacks and the, the point of that movie, and that's what I was trying to get at, is that they realize that in the movie, and I don't know if this is true or not, but they do show you like actual footage and reenacted footage th- throughout the movie. They realize that the, the more people like talk about it and think about it, and the more they are likely to getting attacked. So eventually he was going to go live on TV about it, and he like actually backs out at the last moment. That was how the movie ends. So. I don't know. What do you what do you all think about Paul, especially like you who you, you've actually experienced some of it. But what do you think about that type of stuff like that? Uh, do you think it's a nocebo, which is the opposite of a placebo? You know, it's like it actually does you wrong instead of does you good by believing in something. You know, that's a good question. Um, I think that. I've heard that before. I've heard of that idea before that oh if you think about it it occurs is that what you're is that what you're trying to say is that is that right 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 it's like the opposite and of like a- if it like if it if like it's kind of like bad luck if i believe in bad luck bad things will happen to you so in a way you kind of bring in this negative energy onto you because of your mindset is that is that what you're trying to say yeah but they weren't saying that like it, it's only in your mind like that what they were saying is by thinking of it they were basically attracting it like a, a damn magnet Oh, no, I, I disagree because remember when I told you about my story of being attacked by a demon in my sleep? I was, I, I had no inkling or idea that I wanted anything like that to occur to me. Right. Does that make sense? Right. Like, 
Right, I, right. I just, I want to live at peace with myself and everything else and not think of such things existing. But then obviously, well, you know, attacked by demons in your sleep. What was that? Did you get attacked by demons in your sleep? Okay. This is what I, I told, this is an earlier podcast, our first podcast. Okay. Oh, on yeah, January, yeah. Okay. On January 1st, 2020, um, I was, I, I, I had a, my, my rehearsal space in the city in San Francisco. So I decided to get a hotel room near SFO, San Francisco airport, because mm-hmm. I drive down to 101, which is like, it, it's the main highway going from San Francisco to San Jose is like super dangerous to drive at night, especially on New Year's morning. Because a lot of car, it's, it's really dangerous. I, I, you know, I see a lot of accidents. I'm like, no, nah, fuck that. So I got a hotel room. This is sleep, just to, you know, play it safe. Um, and then at three in the morning, I felt like, oh, this is a weird thing. Okay. The first thing for, okay. When I first walked into this hotel room, the number of hotel room was two, two, two. Now, if you look up in the Bible, two, two, two is a magical number, which is actually the number of times, um, the word wisdom is used in the, in the Bible, 222 times, especially in the writings of, of King Solomon. And so mm-hmm. that night, I looked in the mirror in the bathroom. There was a crack in the mirror, but the thing was, it was like someone took a knife and stabbed the mirror like a million times, but there was no crack. Oh, oh before you go on about, about the 222, uh, Jen sent me a, um, a, uh, a, a, a picture of all of the um, numbers when they line up in, in threes. So like 111, 222, 333, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. two, 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 and, and they call and they're called angel numbers, is what they were called in this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Two, two, two means trust, right place, right time. That's what exactly, that exactly. So basically, I was at the right place at the right time. You had to go through this, really, this experience. I had to go through this experience because it wanted me. Basically, this is my opinion. Right before I continue. The universe wanted me to experience it right there at that time because that was the right time. No matter how fucked up it was, it it did it wasn't like a it wasn't a good thing or a bad thing. It was more like a you have to experience this because you are ready to experience this. You're That's ready to know. Of, exactly. And basically the universe opened up to itself and said, Hey, guess what? There's a spirit world that you cannot see, but it's there and it's really powerful and you know it's real. And it, it, and then you're just kind of like holy shit, okay. So basically, mm-hmm. going back going back to the story. So basically, around three in the morning, I've, I I I started feeling like there was a hand or something going a- across my crotch. I started feeling. I was like, what the? F-? I I just woke up, and then my the sheet that's on me bellowed up, like bellow, like it was a wind, and it bellowed up, and then this thing or it was and it's invisible held my arms down holy shit and then i screamed no because i felt like this thing was gonna devour me like it was gonna eat me like i was being sucked like devoured and then it got off me went into the shower stall and started tweaking the shower knob like multiple times like making noise to let me know it's inside the room with me it was not a dream hey and guess what 
It probably wasn't because I have actually two more stories to tell you. I'm going to let you continue with your. Um, okay. So I forgot about this. Uh, before before I, I about you. Oh yeah, I want to keep going. Okay. okay, so okay. before I let you continue, uh, okay, it's all good. Like so, before I let <laughs> yeah. you continue with your story. So, uh, okay, because it gets weirder. Actually, you know what? Tell me your story right now. Let's just hear what. Let's hear your story. So, um, my door guy at my building, because our building has like, because we live in downtown Chicago area. As a concierge guy, we get talking. He's into noise, like we talk about, like death pile, bastard noise, merce bow, a bunch of shit. But he proceeds to tell me that, you know, he's working the overnight shift one night. He's falling asleep down there at the desk. He feels a tap at his shoulder. He gets up. There's nothing there, and all the lights start flashing off and on Holy in the shit. in the fucking lobby of our building. And wow. uh, and like and, and I start talking about this, and like that's my friend Nick. He used to live in Chicago for a long time. Like you know about where our building's at, and like because we're in an old industrial area, he took a lot of photography of Chicago. It's like, actually, I have a picture of that old building. It was some old factory. I guess now out in the suburbs. There was something they tore down. And and I was like, well, wouldn't be surprised if either people died in wrong ways there or if this whole country is just fucking cursed because of what we did to the natives and shit. And if they cursed us all in the end. <laughs> and, and like... Not unlike... No, but like, in the second thing... Yeah, it doesn't... I don't know what I was going out with that, but I was just saying that's another weird thing. There's something else. Yeah, there. My mom's definitely like what you were talking about. Had those types of definitely experiences of something evil going at her before, or something like that, and her having to battle with it and stuff for it just being around and you know so. What you're describing, Paul, doesn't really surprise me. Keep on going with your story. I didn't mean to interrupt, but you had to kind of fill me in, and you're going somewhere. Oh, no, there. no, 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 no. Continue whatever you have, whatever you want to say. Continue saying it. Like you're a second story. No, 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 I was going to say about that, but it was pretty trippy. No, and then this is the only other thing I found out about our building is other people have experimented, experienced port paranormal activity around here, too. So other people have lived here. Here and I've reported different like, dude, like if you if even if you're like only believe in science if you you could believe it you can understand it as like other dimensions either parallel or or like superior dimensions you know like that's how you can understand the spiritual world you know superior meaning above dimensions above the ones that we're in What's going on? can you guys hear me yeah yeah you're still I there the, yeah. I, I think the ghosts are fucking up our shit right there so <laughs> okay. Probably, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Trying to censor you. They, they know when you're talking. They know some shit when you're talking about them. Or, oh, whatever. But keep on going. Let's keep going here. Okay. So you're keep in the right time, right? What was that? Oh, I did the third one. I was going to say I forgot about this one. This is what I was going to keep on going with. We all lived at this house in Northeast Kansas City. Where, you know, we lived there, been roommates with my friend Gail and her boyfriend Kenny and like, you know, my friend Robert and me. And we'd hear the screaming in the house and we didn't, 
we didn't know we didn't know what the fuck was going on. We did some research on the house, and it turned out like some dad had killed his daughter in that house or something. So it's probably some repercussive effects of us hearing some sonic waves of her screams yeah. in that house. Wow. So that's a little paranormal. I forgot about that because that was so fucking long ago. And that was really fucking tripped out. I definitely maybe you no, know, I lived in Chattanooga, I lived in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I felt like I felt some paranormal activity around there. I don't know how to explain what I felt, but Chattanooga definitely seemed like it had some southern huntings to it too. But it's probably an old civil war place that probably has a lot of that type of shit you know what i mean and plus well especially tennessee because that was native land as the natives got pushed off of and got brought off of on the trail it was all native land remember <laughs> yeah so yeah but especially that shit man there's heavy native populations down there in tennessee region so now. yeah even now yeah so it was um yeah it's probably some definitely hunting <laughs> shit down there but keep going with what you were saying paul i was interested in the whole ripping you want apart to continue? thing. You want to hear how weirder it gets? You want to hear how it got a lot weirder? Yeah, I do. Okay. Okay. All right. So basically, after after I got attacked and this thing started doing that, I was fucking terrified. I was like straight up like terrified. It's dark in my room. It's three in the morning and I can't see nothing. You know there's something in there, but you don't know what. So basically, you have to start praying. You know, pray to God. Pray to Jesus. I'm serious because you because you don't know what you're dealing with. You know, you don't know what what is going on. So you see, I'm here. I am going through my cell phone, going through Google, trying to find prayers for the dead. Because I'm thinking, okay, you gotta pray for whatever this thing. Because I, I don't know what it is. I have no knowledge really of before what I know now and what I dug up. You know, you don't know what you're dealing with. So then, no, I was hearing them saying like, you know, saying prayers for the dead from Google. Because I chose that it was not a dream. So I was not dreaming. Because some people say it was a dream. It was all in a figure of your imagination. It was sleep paralysis. That wasn't real. Well, I was wide awake. Say that because they don't know how to explain something, so they want to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, exactly. Wow. Yeah, and so I'm, I'm kind of yeah, like, okay. So, yeah. So then, um, I was exhausted and I fell asleep. And then, guess what happened? I started what? seeing images of piles of dead bodies. Oh, God. Like, they're flashing. Like, I saw a pile of heads and arms and limbs. You weren't tripping, at, you weren't tripping acid or doing mushrooms or anything. No, that I didn't do drugs. I'm, I'm, I'm basically straight edge, dude. Oh, well, there you go. Then you, then you just got you just got fucked by friend with that shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, no. And then I, like, saw my grandmother, who's been dead for over 30 years, lying there, like, in a comatose state. Like, I'm in a dark abyss. I basically entered an abyss in my mind. And there she is lying there and like asleep. And, and this is my grandma. I knew it was my, it wasn't because my mom's dad. So it wasn't my mom, but it was my grandma. So, and the thing is, at first I thought it was a gypsy curse because the gypsies tried to buy my mother from my grandmother when my mom was only five years old. The gypsies wanted to buy my mother when she was five. So I thought it was a gypsy curse because my grandmother didn't, didn't want to sell my mother to the gypsies. So I thought that was it. But it. I was wrong. It wasn't. And then I entered a white void. Like I entered this white abyss. Like you remember, like remember the, in the Matrix. Remember that white void that Neo and Morpheus was in. Mm-hmm. 
okay, imagine me, imagine you're still being there. Now I was looking into that. In the middle of that was a gray cloud. And out of this gray cloud came a big tentacle, like a black tentacle popped out. And this had this big crest of symbols, like ancient symbols, which I basically looked up and I thought it was basically like a sigil. But I'm not sure what sigil it was from. I don't know who it was. It was a demon, but I don't know who it was. Because remember, there are different demons, right? So it fell on top of me. This sigil came on top of me. It went through me and then fell off. And then I woke up. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. So that was really weird. And that was in it. But guess what? This thing. But you said you thought you were asleep or you thought you were actually in reality. So it was. No, I entered an abyss. I entered after I fell asleep. I entered like another void, like another dimension. Wow. And the thing is, this thing kept following me. Oh, yeah. This was like. January 1st of 2020. So basically this followed me into like January January 20th of 2020. Oh, okay. Never mind. Sorry. Well, so, Paul, no, you, I hate to say okay. it, but it's probably fucking with you because it can probably um, you know, it's probably um, there's a lot of beliefs that Homeland spiritual entities that get trapped stay in certain areas. So you're probably like you said in the right place at the right time. Or it may got attached to you because like you don't know what kind of spirits there are out there. And if it's an evil spirit and it sees you you have good in you, and like you're a good person, Paul, or you do try to be good on this earth, man. Sometimes they want to attack and devour these types of things. From what I understand, feed on fear and like, you know, that type of stuff, like the really bad feelings and like bit person doing badly and like curtain, you know, all the that type that's what supposedly they fear on, you know. But also I, mean, this, I, I didn't tell like I was well, yeah, so like, a lot of, we can't explain there's a lot of ancient death out there. So that's probably why you're seeing some ancient fucking symbols. There's probably that, some shit brought into this world it wasn't supposed to be brought into this world. Or maybe this is supposed to be here. We don't know. But also that the Venus was in Scorpio at that time. Is that you, does that sound familiar? Yeah, well, just like the trait sign was where this was the planet and your sign at the it was, time. It was that the energy was so intense. The inner the Scorpionic energy was so intense, and Scorpion energy is so close to the astral realm where demons lie. That basically they're all you know, at that time, dude, at that time, I, I had this feeling that everybody was trying to kill me. I was that paranoid. I was like, really? I mean, I even like, I even whistled, I even like saw a guy try to kill his girlfriend. He shot her like four times, you know. And he and and I and I really thought that guy was one who was supposed to get, take me out of this world. Uh, yeah, I see. Look at you, Paul. <laughs> me and Paul. <laughs> this is where things see. Like I say, if you want. You want to hear crazy deep shit? This is what you come. <laughs> see, some people think this shit's crazy because, like, see, for humans, humans don't like things they can't they can't understand. We just don't as a species if it can't be explained to us scientifically, or we can't see with our own eyes. 
Right. Um, but we don't we don't have the privilege of that because they say our eyes only have when we perceive and we have the perception of 10% of what's on this earth like that. <clears throat> right. Perceive everything. So we don't know. We perceive a small range. Like what we're talking about the shadows or your shadow people. We don't really know what works in the shadows. Yeah, that's what they were saying. Like, like uh, if a person showed up, uh, if a person showed up outside the range of visible light, they wouldn't show up as invisible. They would show up as a, a black silhouette. <laughs> yeah, you know, so that's what they're saying. That's what it, that was in that movie I was telling you about, sleep paralysis. And so, um, you know, it's hard. It's hard to say what they. So, what if? What if there's two different? entities like what if like you know these shadow people aren't the same as what paul experienced you know but they both can like do you know paralyze you and like you know pre put pressure on you but then again Bro. but then again Aldo, maybe it has a lot to do with your I, I i have this belief that a lot the things that occur to us have to do with your placement of your astrological signs in your because all you that wanna, energy you, you, you guys want to you guys want to hear something you guys want to hear something fucking crazy? I found out from my mom a couple things. Yeah, yeah. Um, please do. And I, I never really talked about this much. Um, she told me, number one, how she got pregnant with me. Because like she began seeing my dad, but he raped her at a Christmas party. Okay. And she decided to keep me in there, trying to make things work. But he like kind of like got drunk and forced himself on her. Wow. Um, so, um, you know, there's that, and she says he has a jack on hide personality where he can have the thing where he's real sweet and kind, but then like this thing where evilness is he is your, is your dad a Gemini? My, grand, my grandma told my mom this. His mom, his mom told my mom this. He is nothing good, he is bad news about my dad, and like when my grandma would see me. I always wondered why my dad was never around or would always just kind of drop me off over there. And apparently I found out later on in life, my grandma didn't want my dad around because she thinks he's, you know, bad news. Cause he, right. uh, but my dad may, I don't know if it's from at birth, but here's the thing. My dad was bullied by his older brother who became a cop later on. Um, and then my dad's dad was, my, my, my dad's mom was Native American. My dad's dad was a real strict military dude who was like, who worked with Patton and other people in the military. So like, I don't know what happened to my dad's childhood, but I don't think it's some good because he also has a saying where he likes to go like, I guess there's a lot of older guys with money, but I'm making a ride to go and try to do this shit, chase younger women around and shit but like no matter what like i don't really have a relationship much with him and um yeah i do i do believe there is evil shit against some people or some people are jackal and hide it and he's a gemini so he could be very jackal oh there you go yeah, yeah he always just both, both, my, both of my mom and him are both gemini's <laughs> um you know what okay I, i'm gonna say something on the line uh and you okay um I don't know how you might think when I say this, but I noticed I did a lot of research about Gemini because I attract me as a Scorpio. The main, the only women I attract are Gemini's. They, they're, they, just, they just come to me like a magnet. It is, you know, it's either Aries or Gemini, or they have a sudden Gemini, or they have a, 
a moon in Aries or it could be, vice versa. You know what I mean? It's never, it's, or cancer, not even cancers actually, but, uh, and so I noticed this about Gemini. Uh, you know that Tom Araya is a Gemini, right? And you know that Carrie King's a Gemini, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know who's all Gemini. Yeah, they they, there's a certain association about duality of the mind. Good, you know, it, it's two people. It's two people. And now, whether it's good or bad, it's not, it's neither. It's like that's, they have to learn to evolve. And that's part of like, they make mistakes, but they have to learn from those mistakes they make and try to become better people. I think that's, yeah. so I, that's how I sort of see it. That's, you, does that make sense? Like, yeah. I'm not going to go, and, I'm not going to go and judge and say, oh, they're bad. No, they're, no, they're, they're bad because of their sign, which is bullshit. I should never say that. But no, I think that way ties my mom. That way goes back and forth. My mom's a great person, but there's definitely times where, I don't know. I don't know. I can tell she's tore between two different sides sometimes too. So it's, I got some weird fucking, and then like my little sister has a different dad, of course, but um, her dad died of a drug overdose at one point. You know, my mom hasn't always probably picked the best men, you know, in her Mm -hmm. life at one point, but you know, um, she's still my mom. I love her, but you know, it's, uh, my little sister and her, they get along perfectly fine. Because, like I said, my sister's a Scorpio and she's a Gemini. And there's times where they really butt heads, or my sister tries to take over this dominance control thing over my mom. You did they get along? Did your sister get along with your mom? Yeah, a lot of times, and every once in a while, they can battle it out. Yeah, that's the nature of that's the nature of the relationship between Gemini and Scorpio. They they get along like like that they're they're they they're actually i believe they're destined for each other but yeah you're right they they butt heads really hard and then it kind of you know does it make sense you know like yeah i see that my wow, mom had scorpio as a younger sister too after <laughs> real control yeah. you know, that's, really interesting. that's really interesting yes. wow that's interesting no that's i don't know that's wrong um, um, paul before uh before i forget also as well the last thing that uh we should touch uh touch upon is uh we had a we had a we had a request uh after our first episode from a fan who asked uh who asked us to uh talk about paul's uh quote-unquote glitch in the matrix experience uh so go ahead paul yes that's correct yeah the um what was that again? That was the uh, theory about simulation theory. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Before, okay. Before we let Brett continue. Okay. We're going to touch upon this request. Okay. Um, my experience was, okay. Uh, four years ago, I was at work and I work at Palo Alto and I saw my boss walking by me across a yard and I was like, you know, working there going, okay, there he is. And then I thought he passed me and left. Then I look down and then I look up and he started, he's walking for where he started. Like he never passed me. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah. And, and I was like, what the fuck? Like I literally like, like if you watch the matrix and I showed all those some videos on from YouTube about the, the deja vu cat. Remember the little black cat that's that Neo saw twice. Well, that's basically what I experienced. Uh-huh. 
Duff's. What are so, your feelings about that? That, what, I, I, that was a glitch in the Matrix. That's a glitch in the Matrix that we live in. There was a glitch. Something, they, they, like they said, something changed and you saw the change. Mm. Like, things were, like things were updated. Things were updated and you noticed the update of what occurred. So basically it restarted from the beginning after you saw it occur, it's restarted. They kind of like rewinding something. Mm-hmm. But there was a glitch in the matrix, and I witnessed a glitch in the matrix in this world. So it, there, it, it, it's, it's real. You know, it, it's a real thing. It's the matrix. Is, we live in the matrix simulation. Mm-hmm. I've heard other people say that too. Oh, it's wow. a, a big theory. It's a big theory that um, it's um, this is all made of zeros and ones. That's why. That's why we can we can like. Um, sort of um manage and uh, sort of administer the the, mag- the magic of the of the zeros and ones into wonderful things and, and tools and apps and things like that and so what is it what what says that we aren't that too you know what says that we aren't part of like some larger program that includes these smaller programs that we make up mm-hmm. um why did you guys say um, earlier, by the way, why did you guys say earlier Virgos are um, demonically possessed? Yeah. Simple. Okay. This is, this is what I noticed. And you probably might have saw this too. Well, every Virgo I've ever met who either they have a moon or a sun in Virgo or even, even a Jupiter in Virgo, because remember, Jupiter is the biggest planet. You know, So there's a lot of immense energy coming from these planets. Remember, Virgos are very nitpicky. They're very um, obsessive. Okay, I'll use the word. They're they're really anal about a lot of different things. So they get really, when they get into something, they get super into it. And when it doesn't work out the way they want to, what was that? That's me too, a T. T. And uh, it's probably because I'm autistic too, so I only like to focus on one thing, but that's me doing T when I get super into it. Okay. No, no, but, but I'm saying from, uh, tell me, tell me, uh, okay, so basically what happens is that when things don't kind of go their way, they start kind of blaming everybody else or, or they get into that dark place in it where, where, where they feel they get into like this dark depression. I want to say deep, more like a dark depression where like everything is just black. Everything is just dark. And then they get sucked into that that kind of like the abyss of darkness. And then what happens is that since Virgos are, you know, they're, they're Virgo society of the Virgin, you know, they tend to have this um, thing where, you know, they, they kind of are susceptible to becoming, you know, susceptible to this kind of dark energy consuming them. Mm. Like demon, like demonic energy, you know. So basically, they, when you say like, you know, you don't let your demons control you, because the thing is, the demons are trying to control you, <laughs> you know. And the thing is, every Virgo I've met that that I've met, uh, I met a few, tells me, and, and they told me this up front. I am trying to figure out how to be more evil, and it always has to do with the word evil. There's always this inclination between Virgo and evil, which is weird because I'm thinking. Why do you want to be more evil? 
like, like, what are you trying to prove to you? What, what do you, why, why do you want to be evil? Why not just try to be a better person? You I'm know, not trying to alter, we try to be evil. No, I talk about you. I'm not talking about you. I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm this not, is not, I'm, 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 I'm like, labor cusp, so I'm towards the end of it. So that could be something weird. In no, but remember, remember this also, remember this also, Brett, you're older. You're not, you know, you're, you're older. So you've been through more and you've, gone through a lot of things in your life so you're 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 more of a, you're more evolved obviously you know like we said before uh, there's always room to 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 evolve and be better you and me aldo anybody to be better you know to become better people there's nothing you know so but i'm saying i'm more like talking about younger people or people who do not become evolved this is why what happens is that if you go online and talk about exorcism and young people most of the time, people who become possessed are mostly like younger people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's what I kind of research and kind of pattern. But I, I could, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. You know what I mean? There's always room for for me being wrong in what I'm saying. Right, right. So, how'd you guys? Um, and um, I and I have another question. How did you get the name Shitstorm Trooper for your band? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a few different factors. It was like, well, first we we, we like Shitstorm, the band. Uh, then we also um, are big Star Wars fans. And um, then and the last one is like at some point, like you ever watch? Did you ever watch Trailer Park Boys? I've watched some of the episodes. I don't know if I ever got to see all of it. All right. So, so basically, the 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 villain, quote unquote, the villain, Mister Leahy, he called. He has He has this this habit of like putting shit in front of words, like the shit winds and like the shit rope, and you know, like shit like yeah, that. Yeah. And so, like one day, he like to to like you know insult the, or the two main characters. He calls them shit stormtroopers. And so <laughs> we're like, oh my god. <laughs> so that's between those three. That was pretty much decided, you know. Yeah. Um, hey, so yeah, what else? Um, what else do we want to talk about on this podcast? Oh, the the last thing. Uh, let me see what. Um, yeah, Jury Northfest was what I what I was talking oh, yeah, about yeah. earlier. I wanted you, I wanted you to give like some uh, some more advance to announce on that. But also the thing I want that to be about is um, I really appreciate everybody. I want to say I really appreciate everybody's support that and yes, you know, like I said, I did my own label too, so I appreciate people who support those endeavors too. For sure, suspended, suspended sold tapes and records is the name of Brett. Yeah, but I think uh, with Jury North, like, you know, there's a lot of different ideas and thoughts there, but I really want it to be some for where everybody feels welcome. And um, I don't know how to explain it. I, um, I kind of want to set up some, like, I don't know. I, it's weird because, like, sometimes I feel like there's all these students divided, and I wanted to set up something more brings like noise and like power, violence, and weird shit together. With bring a lot of different people together. Yeah, I, I definitely wanted to do something like that, but something for. Um, yeah, Brett, I want I want you if you if you if you, I think some of the money left over from this year after I pay people is going to be 
some of the money I'm going to use. Um, yeah, if you if you be I'm going to donate to uh, the Saints out of the Midwest here. It's more of the hardcore scene, but it's called like Team Skyor, which they do a lot of stuff for like children's fight against cancers and stuff. So I've lost a lot of people to cancer, and I don't think any kid should really ever have to face that bullshit. But like I said, yes. we live in a pretty fucked up crazy. And, and that's, and that's going to be donated from the profits of uh, the fest? Yeah, I'm going to use some of the money to help without next year's shit, but I'm going to use some of it and donate some money towards Absolutely. that. That's that's awesome. That's really cool. I did not know that. I'm glad you mentioned it. Touch yeah, I, um, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think a lot of people should have to go through the shit they have to go well, through. That's what we talked about, man, like helping as little, even if with, if it's a little bit or a lot, whatever you can do, just put your fucking weight towards like making this world better. And we can, we'll, we'll make a difference if enough of us keep pushing, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, we've talked about some pretty good, good fucking. I know. Shit. I know. In fact, before, 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 before we approach the end, I would like for you, Brett. What did you guys get into punk with? And um, what are some of your favorite bands? Like I always like to ask this type of, Shit, and what's maybe something I should know about? Your first, Otto. Your first. Um, all right, I'm gonna just go really quick. I just basically, uh, I started with, uh, I think I was telling you about this the other day, uh, Brad. I started with uh, the first, the, the first alternative, um, alternative I would call music that I found was grunge and then new metal. Um, that, that was the hardest, heaviest things I could find at the time. You know, like I said, I'm from Ecuador and I didn't have a lot of cool, a lot, a lot of, you know, um, people who were very versed in the American underground. So I just had to take well, what I, what I could find. You're, you're living down South America from South America too, Ecuador. Right. right it's, so. it's, you know, records weren't like all the cool records. It's not like they were getting there, you know, like it's cool to have a record that was only made like. 300 copies but that also means that it's not getting very far and this was pre-internet so basically um i got into that and then over time i started like allowing some punk actual old punk into my life you know the pistols the ramones buzzcocks you know things like that and i was like oh you know this is pretty cool and then like i started slowly but surely started you know allowing more more punk into it so hardcore punk early hardcore hardcore punk came into my life um like queers screeching weasel you know like a lot loud some pop punk and you know after that was a matter of time i just found finding you know the the, the heavier faster heavier fat just keep going in that direction and i ended up where i am you know that's the short version of it <laughs> what about you paul you you uh enlighten how, did I, into, how did I get into all this well let's say yeah. uh basically i like rock and roll music and then you then as you get older i like hip-hop i like rap um yeah. i like metal and then from there you start going deeper and deeper into like underground stuff you want to look you know you want to dig deeper into things and then you find college music college radio then from there you start hearing like you know obscure bands bands from all over the world underground bands thrash metal grindcore power violence uh british crust um i started listening to like a lot of like rare like British punk rock, rudimentary Peni, Doom. Yeah, that's one of my Death. favorites. Rudimentary Peni is one of my favorites. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, and and then like 
you know, then as you get older, you want to learn how to play an instrument because you want to play your own kind of punk rock music too. And then right. you, 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 the thing is, you want to know it's okay, like, where's the underground punk scene? Like, where's the local underground punks? And then you, you find like, you know, Maximum Rock and Roll, you find like college radio too, it's about all these underground punk bands are like local and they're accessible. You can actually talk to these people. You can write to these people, and they will write back to you. There's records, yeah, like vinyl records. Like you said, it's a, like I said earlier, it's a separation of the rock stars shit to the exactly, the yeah. That shit can't exist exactly. in our in our thing, you know. Exactly, and, uh, <laughs> and so there, and then you 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 start connecting. You want to connect. You want to communicate. You want to you want to know. Okay, like it's not about like how to be become popular how is this not a, a stepping stone to becoming popular this is like how do i communicate my ideas to other like-minded people so therefore, some that, people use the popularity contest and i think it's yeah yeah we use a communication mm -hmm. either yeah. for those things to share ideas and i was talking to you know we were talking about this earlier you know speaking of cancer my friend from one of my good friends from that band you know it's more just generic type like typical hardcore but one of my friends in that band Bane and reached a skydiver recently of cancer and shit but I think it was said something about like you know I think a lot of times when you're in bands like you know you know you start out like what I said earlier you start out this you start out like you start out young with like the need for all this like you have all this aggression but I think as you become older and you keep doing it, it's almost like a drive. Like, how do you become the better version of yourself? And how do you become better with these people? Not for yourselves, but for the sound. Like, people can almost be abstracted away from everything. And, and like, the sounds are what you're trying to create together and stuff. And it's a weird, it's a weird thing. I don't think you find it in too many other places in life, but. And especially in DIY community where you do have that communication of the community through those things. Like it's a very real, I don't think most people are going to understand unless they've found it a lot of times at a younger age. Right. I don't know, but some people stumble upon an older age and totally get it. So I can't, I can't speak for that either, but keep, you keep on going. I don't know. how. It's, it's rare, but it can happen. No, no, yeah. you're absolutely right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, uh, it's a great way for people to communicate and to get to know each other. It's a, it's a community, you know, it's a community. And, 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 and look at it this way, look through your festivals, look through the shows, look at all the shows all over the whole world and how they're, um, you know, how they put them together, promoted, you know, the bands that they get, they're not going to just get any band because they're fast. They, they want people with, who are like-minded, have good intentions, are not like, crazy you know ego egomaniac rock stars who, or people who want to be rock stars you know i mean they want to get people like you can share ideas and figure out yeah, hey you know what how could we make our our lives better you know between each other you know but you people might yeah and, karma well yeah that too yeah yeah well that that's i, I mean that kind of sort of summarizes it. like if you if you try to look for people with good karma People that like do good, yeah, want yeah. Well, good, 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 good energy. Well, good energy yeah. where you, you at the end of the day, you walk away feeling like, hey, you know what? That's a good person. And yeah. if, I, I, hopefully I well, that's what I feel. I feel that they're good. I, I feel their like energy is good. Yeah. 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 Hey, Brett, bef uh, before one of the last things I wanted to ask is, can you give 
uh, full um, information as far as logistical information on the festival. So like dates, venues, uh, you know, how many days for, for both years, you know, whatever you can think of. This year is September 4th at Subterranean in Chicago. Start at 2 p.m. Going until I got off an hour of 1 a.m. or so. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and um, that's Subterranean here in Chicago upstairs. Then next year's, it's going to be September 9th, 10th, and 11th, which is a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Going to most likely be Subterranean upstairs unless it sells out quickly, move it out to the street and it as a street event i don't know what we're gonna gotcha. all the way do yet um three days not, yeah it's gonna we're gonna really fuck i'm gonna really kill myself and really uh, i think my girlfriend is gonna hate me after probably <laughs> the price of a after that after or it's once you find me in the mental institution <laughs> or, whatever, or whatever i don't I don't, I don't know. You're probably gonna, you're probably gonna fucking catch me there or some shit. After that, I'd so. be there with you, probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if it'll happen this next year, but it'd be cool if I could get God Stomper out here for it sometime. I was trying to get him to go, but he Paul, Paul's brother is just so busy, apparently. My bird, my bird's yeah. busy. He has a lot of things, so you know, I, I really don't, I don't really push him. Maybe I can book you guys a flight, like for like 2023s or something. <laughs> yeah. Maybe no, I don't know. Even, even, flight. even, even that's, even that. I'll be honest, you. Even that's like iffy, because I'll be honest. Like at this point now, I mean, you know. My brother, I, I don't ask him to do shows. Usually, if I, I would just say, "Hey, can you going to play this local show?" It's a yes or a no. I'm serious. I'm even even playing outside the state. He he he's just he rather he rather be doing anything else than doing that. I'm serious. I, I know. Wow. I'm kind of like it's wild that's, because that's just how it is. There's that's a lot of people out there. God stomper is and like. Like yo, but he just isn't feeling like going out and traveling and doing it. Huh? Huh, that's how it is. You know, well, I mean, you guys have such a long history. You know, it's he's probably like over a lot of it. You know, he is. It's more. It, it, it's like it's like I I I don't really question his his. You know, I don't question like like his decisions. If that's if he wants to, he will. He don't. Then it's like oh well. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. It's just you keep moving. It's you know what I mean? Yeah. You just yeah. Keep, just keep moving fuck it you know it's like uh you know that's life you know yeah, things you change know, you guys are brothers so you guys understand each other in a, on another level too well i give him i i you know i i, I just say hey you know dude it's all good you know yeah you know he want to play this festival and he'll say probably yes or no it's no it's like oh well cool you know yeah, whatever. nice yeah. thanks for that view bro uh by yeah. the way what I see behind me, like I have like some multiple fours up, so it's kind yeah. Of the, like... For for the listeners that are going to be hearing the audio, this is just uh, Brett showing us a a, a nice <laughs> view, a nice view of Chicago. Yeah, some view of Chicago. It's... Yeah, can't wait, can't wait to come back. I, I was telling you that I, I was telling my my guitarist earlier well, today. The colonization. Yeah. Like, you know, no, of our in capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Well, guys, I don't. I, if you guys, unless you guys have something else, I, I think we should have a, a good show here in our hands. Uh, well, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say one other thing real quick. Go no ahead. matter like what the stuff we talked about and people's beliefs on it, just really try to watch out for other people and support each other out there. And um, yes, you know, lend a helping hand. I say to people listening, lend a helping hand if you ever see anybody. In a bad situation, you have the ability to do so. I know not everybody has the ability to do so, but if you do have the ability to do so, uh, or the means or whatever, exactly. If you can, uh, also, also you have to be careful what a helping a lended hand is because sometimes what you're thinking is a helping hand may not always be a helping hand to someone. It may make things worse. I don't know. Right, that's a trickier story. We you know in a whole another conversation. Yeah, yeah, it's about a case basis. Um, okay, well, that I mean, I appreciate that. Thanks, uh, thanks a lot, Brett, for adding that. Uh, definitely, I we agree on that. We we definitely like we need more people that if if they can, please help. You know, as we were talking about earlier, especially punks. Punks were all always talking about you know positive things and denouncing bad things. So let's let's put our money our, our money where our mouth is and uh, um, you know like actually try to do something. Uh, do whatever you can it doesn't have to be one one thing just do whatever you can to like help what i like to call the resistance you know like a lot of people might be like a little uh a little be like no, resistance like we're not in wartime but like fuck, man resistance is like an everyday thing in the capitalist system so yeah i call it resistance so if you I, I think resistance- also um aldo that we're kind of at war with each other with ourselves you know what i mean that's how i sort of see it we're kind of i think it's kind of Instead of like the enemy. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yep. There you go. So anyway, listen to the patch mode violator. Manual. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, Brett, we wanna we wanna thank you so much for coming on the show, man. It's been great having you. It's been great talking to you. Here in a bit. Yeah. For people who don't see this, this is gonna crank out some. Third and alien communication device that fucking Bill Nelson used to be the most bastard. Oh, nice. Look like sick, uh, sick wow. Yeah, it's a sick it's a setup. Nice that's about a sick. That's a sick view from there. Dang, that's like that's yeah. like really. We do have a nice a, view. Yeah, we're like I said, close to downtown, but we're kind of over in an old industrial area where like, which is facing a lot of the industry, and this little area went over like across seas a long time ago. So. It's just either a lot of abandoned buildings they turned either into housing and shops or either built new buildings in the fucking area. You know what I mean? Right, it was right. either A or B. Just kind of what goes on in America, but... Yeah. yeah. I'm glad we didn't move into some neighborhood where they're, like, forcing a bunch of people out of it. I didn't really want to move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding. No kidding. But, um, well, look, thank you so much, Brett, uh, for stopping by here. The Me and Paul podcast. Me and... Uh, Paul and I are very, uh, very appreciative of you spending time with us here. Uh, if you uh, you want to say your goodbyes and uh, whatnot, each of y'all. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I feel, yeah, I guess I'll say my goodbyes to you guys. And thanks for actually having me. I'm sorry if certain things got off subject at certain times, but I hope it was a good. No, app- it's all good. No, we love it. No, it's, it's great. No, it's great. I mean, it was great. It was a good interview. It was good. It was really good. Right on. Yeah. No, like, like I said, like. Yeah, everybody just support each other. And also, if people do want to check out Fest or my bands or any of that goofy shit, there's Instagram pages. 
Yes. You know, there's Instagram and Facebook shit. Just hunt it down, suspended soul. Let, tape let's record. say him again. Let's say him again. So Brett's band is Midwest Lust. You can find him on Instagram. Uh, and, and, and of course on, uh, I'm guessing streaming services. Yeah. It's not my band. It's the collective unit of individuals that serve the same dirt, you know, you know what I mean? It's your band. Yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, his record. Yeah, guys, all, you guys all having me on and it was just like, I actually like, Got a lot of good like things talking from you guys too, so it's been a real hell yeah, man. Blast. Love well, that. Yeah, kind of. yeah. So uh, again, so your 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 label is Suspended Soul Tapes and Records. Yeah, tape. I just call it Tapes Records now. I think it may be Tapes and Records on the ship book or Tapes Records. But like, yeah, you you can you can definitely search for them, and then of course, don't forget don't forget about the best. is separated. On Facebook, I don't know what it is, but really our names all together is kind of like one word all kind of gapped. Okay. And then on Instagram, it's that way. And then and on the Drury Fest, probably the best is Instagram, Drury underscore North underscore. Yeah, you don't even, I'm pretty sure you don't even need to, when you search, you don't even need the underscores. If you type Drury North Fest, it, you will be the first result. Yeah, but um, yeah, and I mean, yeah, thanks for having me on once again, and thanks Absolutely. for the sweet friendships and communication to you too, also because it means a lot, yeah, to me yeah, that yeah. there's other people out there who care about talking about things in a different nature and also care about music and community. So it's been really good talking, yeah, we're dude. Well, you want to say your final piece? Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks for, for being on the show, and it was a great interview. And you know, um, you know, everything works out in your projects and your you know festivals and stuff. And you know, it was good to meet you and you know talking to you yeah, and stuff. So staffs in real life someday, maybe when I'm not in California. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, yeah. You know, we, yeah, we're, we're, we all look like Pandemic. I'm gonna hang out with my cast for a bit of my lady. So what up, guys? Awesome. All right. Well, guys, well, thank you so much for uh tuning in again. Thank you to the listeners for dropping in and checking out the uh episode number two of me and Paul uh podcast. And uh I hope everybody has a great night and take it easy, y'all. Bye. Late. Late. Late.